Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. With your hosts, Mr. Snippets. So like two teams with that movie, it seems like. Either people love it or they hate it. Okay, I I do too. I do too. Black Girl Marvel. I cried laughing. That was hilarious. (laughs) Tyler makes films. It's meant to for us to kind of contemplate. Like, I don't think his response to me is completely appropriate. Like, it makes sense that he would react that way. All the movie things. I think the thing I why I enjoyed it more too was the fact that we were going to talk about it from this perspective. Lieutenant Commander Ray. I could watch them. I never find anything wrong with them. I love them every single time I watch them. And this absolutely qualifies on that list. And me, the real study movie voice guy. I probably would have like been in love with this movie as well if I had watched it earlier, like when it came out or maybe right after. Let's go to the poster wall. Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. My name is Mr. Snidbits and with me tonight we've got Black Girl Marvel and all the movie things. No Tyler and no Lieutenant Commander Ray, but that's okay. They are doing their thing and we'll see them next year, definitely. Uh, This is the final episode of 2023 for The Real Study, so uh, follow along with us as we do discuss some holiday films. Of course, tonight's going to be The Preacher's Wife and Elf. Uh, those titles are really short compared to a lot of the movies we've had in the past. That's throwing my brain off for some reason. It's very true. Um, it's very true. But first, uh, as we've been doing, we're going to discuss uh, any other movies we may have watched in the last uh, week. Uh, any new releases and or just newer streaming releases. Uh, and I know that I, I caught something. Uh, La, you were talking about maybe you did see the Marvels and wanted to talk about it. Is that is that true? Um, yeah, I, um, I think like a week ago or I think it was like a week ago, I went to go, I went to the movies and saw the Marvels. Listen, okay. These movies ain't perfect. Okay. These movies not perfect. No movies. Like by far, like none of these movies are perfect. Yeah. But I thought this was like a very nice, very fun, very like cool trajectory for marvel like it to me yeah. this this to me this felt like <clears throat> classic kind of beginnings of marvel like it it breathed new fresh air into it but still progressed the story still show what these characters came from i don't know i i thoroughly enjoyed it i thought it was so good all the hate i just i know I hate to be like it's a misogyny <laughs> thing but like it just feels like a misogyny thing yeah. like it's just it's just crazy like I didn't see anything wrong with this. And then they were saying, like, I will say this: Marvel can't write a villain to save their life. Like, like for me, like a true villain, like a person who just wants pure evil. Like, I don't want to be sympathetic with my villains anymore with Marvel. But I think that's the way that they're gonna go forever. And I'll just go to DC for like villains who's just trying to kill people because <laughs> they want to conquer the world. That is kind and of a difference. It. There's, there's but, like a, a a moral. Yeah, segment to the to the Marvel villains. Well, yeah, yeah. Dark Side like they kind of make their villains everything. human. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, just, I just want to conquer everything. I want to be the only thing roaming around or whatever. So like, and I guess I'll have to get used to that. But other than that, I I like the villain. Like it, it was giving Legend of Korra, Kuvira. Like you know, I'm trying to save my people because nobody else can. Like, or everybody's giving up on us. Like, and in all imperfect, like all it is a purposes for me and my eyes, Carol was the villain. 
which just shows you that anybody can be a villain. Like I, I just think it was a really good story, really good plot. You know, has some good stuff underneath it. I'm just, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Go see the Marvels if you haven't. Support yeah. it. I like it. Some, some like out of the box stuff, like <laughs> with all the flirkins, like. I was not ready for that. Like, <laughs> like no. At first, at, was at first I was so confused. At first, I was like so oh, confused. Like, I love that part. Was I was so like, good. "What is?" I was like, "What is happening? What are these things? Like, what's going on?" And then the moment yeah, I, was I like, saw, it was like Star Trek. It was like trouble. Like, the trouble with right. episode. <laughs> it was very like reminiscent. Of I was just like, like I was very confused in what. I, but then yeah. when I saw, uh, <laughs> um, oh, uh, what's the cat's name? Uh, um. Yeah, goose. goose. When I saw yeah. Goose, I was like, oh, it's a, it's a, <laughs> like, I was like, I flipped out. I was like, oh my God, this is where all the, I was like, okay, nice. So I was good. like, this is weird, so but funny. nice. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, like, I was like, yeah, get wacky with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm and I like that it got wacky and yeah. then it was like, it used its environment to, to, to yeah. save everything <laughs> as best they can. But then there was like some real tragedy because you know that they couldn't save everybody. And this is like, <clears throat> this is like Kamala's first journey out into doing <clears throat> this, where it's like, not all fun and games like she think it is like you can't save everybody like it was i don't know it was a really good story like she was really great in it too she was kind of like oh no she was like she's kind of like the heart of the film really yeah she was like the icing because if because it felt like it felt like we got to see um monica grow up with like her because that's what kamala felt like kamala felt like a young monica who looked up to her idolized her yeah, and they both had still had like, yeah, of, like still had that Carol feeling. Was. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it, it just showed like I don't know, like a nice like power related generational type of thing. Also, mm-hmm. like what somebody else feeling. I don't know. It was just really good. Like it just like I said, it had some layers. <laughs> and I don't I feel like if you missed them, like you was just you you went in wanting to hate it. So you watched it, hate oh, it, yeah, and you yeah. came out hating it. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a really good story. Some of the some I'm Personally, some of the best Marvel in a minute for me. Like, I just, I thought it was great. You, so. Guardians three, you didn't love Guardians three? Oh man, yeah, I love Guardians, okay. Guardians three. But it's like, but in this new kind of phase, it's only a handful. that's like that makes right. me be like, oh man. So like, this one got was, you excited and kind and, of reinvented and that one got, in a sense, right? And this one got me like mm-hmm. rein, like I'm, I can't wait to see. I, I just don't like that they didn't say like so and so will return and. They didn't say anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, they don't always, yeah. but they you know? do if they are sure. So No, right. So it's like they didn't say anything. So part of me was like, this stuff is not real. Something doesn't feel real. What is yeah. this? Well, they're also and trying to figure curious. out the landscape, you know, in, in the next No, for years, sure. So. And I'm just very pushback. curious because, you know, as a as a black woman, like the ending scene, that was like the like the very, very I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything. <laughs> you can come back. I'm not gonna spoil anything. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not, I okay. haven't seen it. I just, anything. I haven't seen it. But so I'm just, I just, no, 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 like, no, 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 I know, no, no, no. I got so. you. I got you. But like, as a black woman that ended scene, I was just like, I would love to see more of this. I love, I would love to see where we are now with these yeah, characters. Kind of I would be so curious. Yeah. But it's, I just feel like, I don't know. It's kind Especially of. Especially with her abilities. Like, yeah. Her like, abilities are crazy. Now. Like, man. Yeah. Yeah. She's so pretty, I would just yeah. be. I would, it would just be interesting, and then I did. I just love that you see how far Kamala has come. You see how, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you kind of see how far everybody kind of comes, but then still where everybody has gaps and certain things that they need and they support yeah. each other. I don't know. It was just really good. Yeah. I can't wait also, for you the, to see the it. Way, yeah, no, it won't, the way it won't they, the way they incorporated like their issue of their abilities being connected, 
Like that made mm-hmm. it like it made it perfect sense. Like, How is this gonna work? And then like it made perfect you know, sense. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome the way they like were able to develop it and like mm-hmm. you know and shoot it and really have just like really use it as a storytelling device. Right. You know, for it like didn't why feel they stale had to, like, to me. come together and yeah. Yeah, it didn't yeah, feel it could have went off the like, rails and been confusing and right, like, but they you know, kept it in a nice pocket and it was yeah, but they did a real good job with it. And people were complaining. I know people were like, I couldn't focus and like them switching powers was getting on my nerves. Oh, and I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, really, people? I was like, that was like one of the coolest. Like while I was in a theater, that thought popped in my head when I was remember hearing these, like reading this these comments, and I was just like this well, is goes, dope. That's what you said earlier. Like, like, this is... They're just looking for... Yeah, looking for something to hate. No, yeah. I think they're I literally like, looking yeah. at the internet every day and they're like, oh, a, a woman lead or or a person of color lead a or... director. Like, uh, yeah, or, or, or something. <laughs> something's off. Something's not white mm-hmm. male. Like, they get really exactly. hoity about it. Well, like, another example, too, that I recently saw was, like, um, like, they're praising, like, Willy Wonka for, like, making so much in the box office but it made less than the marvels did opening weekend and they're like and they're mm-hmm. and they're talking about how that was a bomb opening so, weekend see, but then, i saw this but Willy Wonka is like yeah, yeah I, saw, <laughs> right. I saw somebody cover this with three films and they were talking about the marvels and they were talking about two other films that were almost the exact same budget and maybe yeah. the marketing yeah. the marketing would be a little different i think with a marvel movie you're going to have more money in marketing totally. but um, yeah. But other than that, the budget was the same, but the reception on films that don't hit the same mark as Marvel, people are like, oh, what a success. Mm-hmm. They're like, what? What? Mm-hmm. But why is that a failure if this success, success and they've both exactly. the same length production, mm-hmm. the same, like, if everything kind of right. matches up, what are you talking yeah. about? Uh, that's yeah. That seems like a built-in bias that, yep. that maybe the paid critics or the studios are trying to push this narrative in one way or another. I, I don't know where right. it comes from, but people, it's coming from somewhere. Somebody's saying it and, mm-hmm. and making it a thing. But I'm glad we're pushing yeah. back on it because it's bullshit. Yeah, because I, mean, I, no, totally. I just thought it was great. Yeah, and it was like partial way through the movie. I was like, I realized, I was like, this is a, a, a film filled with women of all colors and backgrounds. I was mm-hmm. like, this is crazy. Like, it just yeah. it had just dawned on me that that, and it's directed it's by like director. a black woman. So it was just mm-hmm. like, my brain was just kind of like, I kind of glitched for a second while I was watching it. Like when they were all on screen together, I was like, <laughs> right. What? Yeah. Like just, just, you know, brain matter everywhere. I was like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. So yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. And I'm like, that's kind of like, yeah, you know, not the first because like, even, even though it was not even like, like, like the woman King didn't come out that long ago, you know what I mean? It's kind of like the first, so like, still, yeah, like, yeah. it's right. still very shocking and like very cool to see. Well, this is the first in this way in a superhero film, right? In this, mm-hmm. yeah, in this in like this Marvel genre. kind of like universe, mm-hmm. yeah. Because super, I don't yeah, know, so that was really cool. They're both action, that's kind of a weird thing because superhero movies are action, but they're sci fi too, so they're like, not... yeah, and fantasy mm-hmm. is in there, and like, yeah, it's all, yeah. Hodgepodge sure. is that what we call it? Then you, hodgepodge. Yeah. And then you, well, then you throw like the Disney brand onto it too, and that's another element. I think you know yeah. it's like they're leading a huge Disney film, you know. So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, that was another element that people talked about. It's like, why is this one getting so much, you know, 
cannon fodder when it's like white male directors will make mediocre films all the time and not and no one bats right. an eye. <laughs> you know, they're, but, and they're and they're like masterpieces sometimes. They're like, oh my god, right. you're amazing. Like, like okay. okay. Well, how many art house right. projects make money? Like honestly. Mm-hmm. I would That's I would venture rare. it's not a lot of them. Um mm-hmm. and for that reason it becomes more about the art. So what's wrong with having a superhero film be about the right. art? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I think that's where like, um, was it the elementals was like, a, a lot of people didn't really get that either. Cause I think Chloe Zhao was trying to do that with, you know, mm-hmm. a Marvel film and people, people just did not get it. Like, for, for but those of us that think. enjoyed it did get it. Yeah, like, I saw what right. she was trying yeah. to do. Right. And yeah. I liked it. It was different. Yeah, and I enjoyed it that. I enjoyed that film in a sense. Yeah, yeah, I highly enjoyed that film. I was like, I didn't see everybody's problem. It's still connected to the yeah. world. Yeah, but it still had its own like kind of like voice. And yeah. I was just like, I don't. I, it's one of my favorites. I don't know. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So as of right now, and this isn't including streaming, because as soon as it goes on sale for digital or mm-hmm. physical copy, it's going to go mm-hmm. over its grosses and will have made money ultimately. Um, right. And that's what a lot of people aren't like getting is like, and one thing I think why physical media is so important too. another reason anyway, is that like DVD sale, when DVD was like in its heyday, you know, and then like in a lot of ways went into Blu-ray as well, that was lumped into the ultimate, Mm-hmm. revenue of the film you know what i mean like they counted all that revenue for some reason people forgotten that like we're not but yeah they forgot that, that and like, they only go by like theater right yeah theaters. Like, like when it was only the theater, sell out your first you week you're trash theater. right yeah well yeah. and that's the whole idea that we're measuring these movies like by the dollar amount they make is right utter right. just ridiculousness it's it all right so these movies made a bunch of money because whatever i i don't care Mm-hmm. Was it good? Because it can make a bunch of money yeah. and still not be good. Way of the yeah. Water made a lot of money. It's okay. It's not great. Right. Exactly. I know. No, facts. <laughs> so like, it wasn't facts. terrible, but okay. it was not the Avatar. Oh, right. my God. I don't know. It just yeah. didn't no. didn't punch as hard. Um, oh, Jake Sully. And, and the thing, too, is like if it doesn't make a billion dollars nowadays, it, then it's a flop. Yeah, they've made an artificial right. like, like level that they want to reach things, um, which, which yeah. that's we could get. That's that's all literally about capitalism because they've got to keep raising the bar. Yeah. And well, that's like, ridiculous that you and that's have why to I'm like every year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about more growth every, every time, you know, every right. year it's like, well, there's only so much growth right. we can have, you know, and but sooner or later movies yeah. that won't make more than a billion. They just, won't, they just yeah, won't no. like, no. So especially if the economy keeps going away, it's gone. Like nobody's gonna have money yeah. to go anywhere, go see anything. You better start like, us on dollar fifty theaters. You want us going to the theater, guys? Exactly. Yeah. So you better be happy. You better be happy that they're <laughs> these movies are even doing what they're doing now. <laughs> so I'm actually cutting well, that's a little bit about that right now. Yeah, uh, where yeah. I'm gonna do oh, a little five minute piece, uh, my oh, own cool. aside about theaters and because it's we're teetering right now on whether or not mm-hmm. they're gonna stick around. Um, we'll see. I hope. I, I even though I don't go, I think it's an experience people should have an option to go to do, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, not just a little like, time in theater either. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like, I have to go. Like for me, it's I have to go to the movie theater to like watch these movies. It doesn't matter. Like, right? You know, like I like I saw Die Hard. You know, 
recently in theaters for the first time. And it was like watching it for the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you even you know, either I've of seen, us would have seen it at the because we were both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I grew up watching it on VHS, you know, yeah. and everything, and like on TV, and like I, mean, I've seen I was it like two and a half, literally countless times. Out. That's yeah. Fair. Nobody was taking, if they were taking you to the theater, we were mad at at your parents. Like, <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, my dad would probably do something like that, but I went to the theaters and saw it too for the first time ever in my life. So the first time yeah. I've ever seen Die Hard was on a big screen, even though it was like years later. Theater experience, though, but it was great. Yeah. And it was like that the first time I watched Superman, the like the 40th anniversary or whatever of Superman. And it was like watching it for the first time again. So it was insane. Yeah. But Crap's getting that? thrown around in the chat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Gotta do it. But um, but yeah, like that that's just the power of like, you know, theaters, a theater experience, you know, and, and like yeah. I'm and going back to like a lot of other stuff we've been talking about, like that's why I'm such a big proponent of like we have to support these filmmakers, like films that are done by women and women of color. We have to support these like mid-budget films that are original films, like the creator. Like I actually really love the creator, and like there's so much to love about. It. And it was like considered like a mid-budget film, even at like 80 million dollar budget. You know what I mean? Like they oh, did so incredible crazy. things. Yeah, remember when 80 and, like, million was like, like Die Hard was like 49 million or something, right? Like, it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, wild. And like now it would be, you know, three times that much, right? You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. but there would have been a so lot more studios CG like in Die Hard, yeah. The studios right. like A24 are, is bringing it back to like 18 million, mm-hmm. 24 million, kind of yeah. like more smaller. So what Civil War like that? making. Um, that's their most expensive. And making very quality, you know, and films. Yeah. Let's so. see what the budget is on that, because that's going to be their big one. Yeah, that's already been confirmed that the Civil War is their their highest budget film. Oh, it so doesn't far. say. I guess they, you know, we won't really get to see. But that's that kind of their that. thing, though, too. Like they're they're wanting to like they made that announcement where they're wanting to like kind of go off into, you know touch on the bigger like neo hollywood kind of if you will films like yeah so so 75 million wow that's big for mm-hmm. a24 that's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they're banking on so, that movie they really they really are trusting that uh that garland's got his that he's got yeah. his acting i think it's funny like on the poster <laughs> how it doesn't mention men i just like the director of like annihilation and right you know, ex machina but then it's showing the like stylistic movies that he's done yeah like, right exactly yeah that's interesting yeah, those are closer to yeah. don't get me wrong annihilation was a mind fuck oh, i'll just use yeah. the word like, right. like that was just holy crap uh that movie gives me the the, the heebie-jeebies the, the willies what yeah, do you i don't know creepy. the movie creeped me yeah. out yeah um, I already don't like bears, the, and I don't need the heebie willies like freaking zombie bears. Like I don't need that in my life. I don't. Yeah. No thanks. Um, so that whole end sequence. So I did. I I watched. I've been watching a lot of movies this week. Weirdly, I I don't have time as much anymore. But I've been like powering through a few. I just got done watching Jingle All the Way, which I haven't seen in forever. Um, mm-hmm. which is, of course, I'm watching way too much Christmas. But I did watch Dial of Destiny, mm-hmm. um, which I've been waiting for on streaming, and so it did hit Disney, and I gave it a shot, and I I did not like it. It is my least favorite Indiana Jones movie to date. Um, I, I liked it less than even Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and everybody's going to think 
what's wrong with Mr. Snippets? Like, why why is Mr. Snippets talking so much trash about this? Well, movie? I mean, this is this wasn't. I mean, let's be honest. This wouldn't be the first time people have asked that. That's so, fair. That's man, fair. I I have my own <laughs> set of views. Um. So, no, don't don't get me wrong. It was still fun, but I guess maybe it's hard for me to watch an 88 year old man do adventure. <laughs> like I, I will, I will give you bit. that. Like the opening of it is kind of like, okay, his face is different, but his body is not right. Not, and his not, voice not, is not. So, yeah. Uh, his voice yeah, yeah. was a hundred percent. That was, yeah. I'll give Yeah. Yeah. So I'll here, give you that. here, here are a few of my complaints. You guys have both seen it. No, you, ha- you did see it, right? Well, okay. So since you've both seen it, spoiler warnings mm-hmm. for dial of destiny, if you haven't seen it in the <laughs> But Mm -hmm. there's a few things that if they had just done slightly differently, I think I would have loved the film. And for me, losing the identity of this new character, this new goddaughter, uh, by not making her Marcus Brody's daughter, you're losing a huge opportunity. And by just making up this new character that it's somebody that's been palling around with Indy for like 10 years. Yeah, we've never seen before. We've never seen it before. It was really hard for me to get into his character or his daughter's (laughs) character or care. If it was Brody's daughter, I'd have been on board a hundred percent. I'd have been like, "This is amazing. Yeah. Let's let's see this, you know, go." Um, the tuck tuck. That's funny too, because like I I automatically assumed it was going to be Brody's. Right. You, you would know, hope. when we when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh, it's Brody," and then I was like, "Wait, a minute, but who's this? Who's other guy?" That oh, they got they got this flashback. Like, they got Arn, Arnim Zola to not play a German. <laughs> right. And yeah. Um, yeah. I like. The, you know the whole dial of destiny part of it the you know um uh what's his name uh the guy that made the dial uh whatever that part of it i liked because i like it when they kind of pick and choose whether it be religious or alien or whatever i have no problem where they kind of pick these fantasy yeah. type things um mm-hmm. what i didn't like was the like uh, we were Nazis after 20 years. It was like, what? I thought you were like a scientist and like a just <laughs> happened to be German and the Nazis yeah. were there, like a Born von Braun kind, kind of guy. And then all of a sudden right. he's, he's not. He's a, a Nazi. Now, don't get me wrong. Mads Mikkelsen as a, as a Nazi bad guy is you couldn't pick a better person oh, yeah. to he's, play this bad yeah. guy. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just didn't feel like it had the heart. It didn't have the same spirit. The other four movies are all directed by Spielberg. This one was not, and I could feel this was not directed by Spielberg. I could tell. I didn't see a mountain opening in the beginning, which I was really expecting. Um, <laughs> even though I was like, yeah. I know this isn't Paramount, and it just said Disney plus Lucasfilm. Yeah, that's the thing. And when I saw yeah. that, I was like, this already tonally feels different. And so to me, it just, I don't know. Monkey scene aside, Crystal Skull still feels like an Indiana Jones film to me. Uh, <laughs> Even the ant scene. Now you were mentioning that before the show. I like <laughs> yeah, the yeah, ant I scene. Like, I think it's creepy and you know gives me the uh get those off of me. Uh I think that the the miss in Crystal Skull is that the bad guy is too charismatic and not ugly. Like the, all the bad guys in the previous films, with the exception of the first, are kind of not handsome, but you know, you got Kate Blanchett playing the bad guy. It's kind of hard to to hate yeah. on her you're like oh she's fantastic mm-hmm. you know yeah. and she was russian so that's we didn't we don't care about the russians yeah. when it's indiana jones we want the nazis right that we want them to, right. to punch nazis um so you know overall I, it you know it was okay if you like indiana jones mm-hmm. definitely watch it but yeah it was okay so how would you rank them 
Oh, I, 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 I will literally put them. They are in release order for my rank. Raiders, oh, really? Temple, oh, okay. Last gotcha. Crusade, Crystal Skull, and Dial of Destiny in that exact order. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They just I'm got very much a, slowly. It's basically how I'm very much the Last Crusade over Temple of Doom. Okay, okay. but I can yeah. I can respect that. But I really I don't know. Temple of Doom yeah. is the one I watched I think the most as a kid. So it's oh yeah sunk into my heart. It was <clears throat> it was the opposite for me. Yeah. Okay. It was Last Crusade all the time. Yeah. My my sisters loved the Last Crusade, so I did see it a bunch of times. Um, mm. We we it was never my my jam. And now as an adult, I keep going back as an adult. I've been an adult <laughs> for forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I go back to the original films in almost every series and kind of stick to them. I'm an alien. I'm a Raiders. Right. I'm an Iron mm. Man. I'm a like I love mm. those original yeah, films. Matrix. <laughs> Matrix, the Matrix, and nobody disagrees with that one though. Everybody, everybody's like, what? Those other three put together don't even match the first one. So, I think that's something you guys said. Anyway, I digress. Any other news? Any other movie news? Anything you guys wanted to bring up? I know Ferrari's getting close. Like we're. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> we're so, a week away. I'm so, so excited. Um, yeah, Andre Andre Braher passed away. That's yeah. right. That's right. Rip that to his family, that man. That sucks. Yeah. It was one where I kept seeing his face, and I'm like, "What's so going good. on, with Andre Brower? I didn't see the dates. Yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. "What's what's going? Oh, yeah, I can imagine the whole cast of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is pretty Nine-Nine. pretty broken, mm-hmm. and anybody yeah. that worked with them." Um, yeah, sure. We did. He was always my favorite on that show too. But he was such he was a like, dramatic actor that so played good, comedy. Right? That's no, like when you twist that, it it works. So the well. way I yeah, it was just yeah. There's just a lot. I mean, pretty much every time I would watch that show, it was always I was just cracking up the most whenever Catherine Hole was mm-hmm. on, on camera. And, the, and it's like the longer oh, he's man. like the longer he's on the show. Yeah. Like he's still himself, but the worst of himself he becomes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in its yeah, his like, evolution of his character. Right. Sure. It's like yeah, yeah, so yeah. funny. Like it's so good. Yeah. Uh, it's but like all, hard to explain, just... but I think I kind of explained it though. No, 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 <laughs> like... no. Yeah, if you if you watch the show, you get it. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like when it came to like like lunch, like his yeah. like, for lunch. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. So good. There was a controversy. It's weird how things happen. Oh. He got immortalized for like yeah eight eight years, eight seasons, yeah. I think, and then it's just weird how that how that works mm-hmm. out. So. It is weird how that goes. Yeah. You never know. Uh, there's a new controversy that I did just remember that has been stirring through movie talk and and the movie world, and that oh, is God. the continuation of studios trying to put out trailers for musicals minus the music so that you think it's mm. just a movie and you go and you sit and then you're yeah. infuriated after you paid your $12 to to watch a Wonka musical. Why are they trying to cause a riot or something? I could just see a whole bunch of people getting mad at theaters and not getting mad where they supposed to be mad and destroying like theaters. I just see ignorant people destroying theaters. Musicals are hated. Like the, I think that's the most hated genre of movies. Yeah. yeah. So like you shouldn't force yeah. anybody to go see something that they don't want to see. Like that's just let the but film. But if you're going to see Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka had music in it. It's not like it didn't have any. There was some. So you know, I would expect to hear a song or right. two. Not a musical per se, though. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Mean Girls. 
That's that's a whole other thing. Well, see, and a lot of people didn't don't realize that Mean Girls that there is a musical of Mean Girls, right. you know, a musical, you know, production on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people see this and they're like, why are they redoing the movie Mean Girls? You know, right. when it's like and like at least with like the color purple, they did and even then the color purple doesn't like fully lean into the musical thing. They do show scenes of it. So you're like, okay, this is a little different. <clears throat> and it's based on the musical of the mm-hmm. color purple. Now it's a movie. And I've like seen all these takes and everything and how everyone's like jumping down the throats of like the marketing for it. Um, and I get that. I'm very like, I'm, I can see both sides of it though, where I'm like from a, it's show business. So from a show business perspective, business side, you, every movie you want your movie to appeal to as broad of an audience as you can so you can get the most money you can seats and butts or butts but and like, seats that's that's the right way. get the get butts and seats and that and that's that seats even comes down to like how long how long is the movie <laughs> and like how many screenings can we show in one day kind of thing even they'll mm-hmm. even like, you know calculate that so that's why length of film is sometimes debated with studios but um so i understand why it's like so they're, the whole thing is based on their test audience. That's where this is all coming from. So the test audiences are not testing great with these. And it's because test audiences are kind of representative of like what the general population of moviegoers is. So I get why they're not going to market it as a musical because they're like, okay, the test audience doesn't like this as a musical, so we need to market it in a way that's going to like appeal to people. Because if you just do it to just only the people that love musicals, which I love musicals. I love them. I'll go see a musical whenever. But it's a small percentage of the general movie-going audience, so you're not going to make a lot of money doing that. So I don't know. They're also harder to make. It's not like horror movies where you could pump out horror movies like constantly. Yeah. Musicals take a lot of preparation, a lot of practice, a lot Mm -hmm. of time, writing. I mean, it's a lot more writing than even writing a movie. So like... Yeah they have to find a way to make the money back somehow. Uh, If you're like, to me though, I guess, again, general audiences, we always think this and I'm always forget that I'm sitting in a movie bubble where I know things other people don't know because I'm paying attention. It's sometimes I forget about that. But with mean girls, if you see like Renee rap is going to be one of the main leads, you should automatically wonder, is there going to be music in this movie? Like, they're putting a music person in a movie. Yes, I know she's an actress as but well. But that's you knowing. But that's, that's me knowing, knowing that she's, that she's a music an actress. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, exactly. but so like, you know, but but if you don't know that she's a music person, your right. mind is like, oh, blonde. If you girl. don't keep up on that side of things, your mind is going to automatically be like, why are they remaking this and yeah. turning it into a musical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you don't know the other side of it, so yeah. I get it. But you know, right. you don't have to complain about everything. But no, totally. Yeah. <laughs> at what, the same right. time. Okay, Busy <laughs> Phillips is playing her mom. I'm feeling very old. They look right like now. bookends. They look like bookends. No, they do, <laughs> but like casting. it's not that. It's that's that funny. I'm sitting there thinking <laughs> like, like I remember Billy Phillips like as a teenager, <laughs> like twenties actress. Like what I the know. hell? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure, my head up. Although the Melissa Joan Hart thing. But they look like bookends. I love that so much. No. Melissa no. Joan Hart is playing a grandmother in a new show. What? <laughs> yes, so. Being a teenage witch, square yeah, up. Yeah, nah. that's happening nah. for real. Like for really, really real. Um, oh, that's weird. Isn't that oh. mess with your head? Yeah. Yeah. Forty-seven. 
playing a grandma, but 47 is totally yeah. grandma age. Like that's, that's a normal age for a grandma. Uh, I don't know. I'm only four years away from that though. So I know it doesn't like... feel right, but try, okay. So my <laughs> right. kids are, are young, right? But I'm old yeah, enough yeah. to have had to at least at this point, a 25 year old kid, I would still be of an mm-hmm. adult age and had it like I didn't, but I could have. And people my age have and then you could be a right and 25 is when people are absolutely already having babies between 20 and 25 so yeah 47 mm-hmm. unfortunately it's when i found out i was grandparent age i was like oh that's not okay like i didn't like it and now i'm gray and it's you just <laughs> you just deal with it i guess i don't know uh, yeah. We we do have a couple movies to talk about tonight. I think we should. I, know, I, was, definitely... I was just gonna segue into that. Like, speaking of, but no, right? <laughs> one of our movies is like twenty years old this year, right? Um, and it's like and yeah, they're both the older movies is... at this point. Yeah, they're both um, older movies. It's like so, but these, really? you know, we're, we're we're talking about some. Uh, it's weird because people might not consider them classics, but I kind of do. Like, yeah. They, they don't fit the, like, they're not, it's a wonderful life level, but it's still. Right. Yeah. We're going three or four street. Those kind of, yeah. Right. Never noticed. Some people it might be though. You know, that's true. Oh yeah. Totally. That's true. Oh, people yeah, yeah, do yeah. watch Die Hard this time of year for some reason. Um, yeah. I know. Because <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> so let's yeah. start with The Preacher's Wife. Uh, this is a 1996 film directed by the late, great Penny Marshall, uh, who also is best known, I think, for uh, Laverne and Shirley. And of course, uh, uh, League of Their Own. League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Big. Big, of course. Uh, that's probably yeah. the bigger one, maybe. League of, I don't know. League of Their Own, maybe. I don't uh, League, know. Of Le- yeah, League of Their Own's pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one, of course, like... uh, stars Denzel Washington, none other than uh, the greatest actor to ever live, according to uh, John David Washington. According to me. Um, or, or to any. <laughs> to uh, I, I actually <laughs> put him up there pretty high. So, yeah, I think maybe we all agree with his son. Um, and then, of course, it also stars the late, great Whitney Houston. Uh, and I know that we have one of the biggest Whitney Houston fans uh, right here on the panel. Um, oh, yeah. I have two of two Funko Pops of her. Nice. She's immortalized in so many ways. Uh, and then, of course... I was actually watching this movie and going like, Bri probably loves this movie because... <laughs> just, just singing and being all beautiful. Yeah, I was like, I exactly. know Brian I was is like, bigger. He is I don't bigger. care what this movie is about. Yeah, yeah, I was like, he's bigger than this. <laughs> so they brought other big, yeah. huge, you know, music names into this movie, which I thought was great. You've got Gregory Hines, who's playing the, the, the yeah. antagonist, yeah, if you yeah. will. Uh, and then you've got um, uh, Lionel Richie. Like, what? Lionel Richie's yeah. in the movie? Um, and the same thing with Whitney Houston. Like she didn't do a lot of movies either. She did the bodyguard. She did this. And I think yeah. that might be it. Um, she didn't do a lot. Uh, Courtney Vance. Been waiting to exhale. Well, oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. There, there were yeah, a few, yeah. but she didn't, it was a short run, uh, before she quit. Right. Yeah. yeah. I always remember Paul Bates from coming to America. I always remember. Him she, from was, that. she did yeah. Cinderella. Uh, she did the Cinderella couple, movie too. Oh yeah. She did the Cinderella. Yeah. Okay. There's a couple of coming to America folks in this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I noticed the the daughter the played the lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this is a remake. Don't forget about don't forget about Loretta Devine. I, I was oh, not going Divine to. I wanted amazing. to mention her specifically yeah, yeah. a little bit later oh, okay. because there's something magical about her. She's just, just she's she's warm. You always got like, a Kayla. Well, girl, yeah. go. Hold on, no, yeah. So we're mentioning her now, but yeah, I I totally love her. That's why. Yeah, no. Go ahead. So yeah, we've got this is a remake uh, of a '50s classic starring um, 
I want to say Clark Gable, and I'm dead wrong. It's it's the other bait leading man uh, in a similar era. Uh, come on, brain. You guys should know who's the the leading man of the original. Okay. Nobody. Nobody. Okay. Carrie Grant. Thank you, Carrie Grant. That's what I was trying. Oh, to I was with. thinking that, but I, I wasn't. Uh, I said okay. this earlier, and I remembered it, but then now, yeah. of course, I forget. Um, anyway, uh, simple story. I was thinking that, but I was, I was like, it can't be that. The <laughs> yeah, the originals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same so, premise, but... uh, had, had any had you both seen this before? Was this your first, second viewing? Mm -hmm. My second time, I think. Yeah. This is my billions. <laughs> billions. <laughs> billions. Yeah. This is, I think, my second. This or third is like time. a movie I grew. This is like a movie I grew up on, like my yeah. in my household all the time. So yeah. yeah. Well, I do. I, I do want to hear from. I always remember that right. song. So the song that plays during the credits that Whitney sings, mm -hmm. um, the step by step song. The one at the end, like the end credit. Song. Yeah, uh -huh. I remember that song being just around the time when this movie came out was like everywhere, and it like it's actually literally in my head right now. Like, <laughs> so even after the movie too, it was like it was just stuck in my head, but. <laughs> like an earworm, yeah. like just really stuck in your head. Yeah, uh -huh. I love it. That's awesome. It's a good one. It's a good song, right? When it's one you would enjoy. He said it's the most yeah. beautiful earworm ever. It's not. It's not good when it's like from the window to the wall, and you don't want to hear that. Right now, you know? <laughs> no. Um, so, I, I just want to say one thing about Denzel, and then I want to hear from both of you guys. That suit. No, how about you go first? Okay, I mean yeah. I can, but that suit yeah, on Denzel. Go first. I mean I. <laughs> wow, like it. That was the, the. I don't know. Whoever put that suit on him knew exactly what they were doing because I've never seen him look better in any film. I think he looks mm -hmm. near perfection, which is perfect because he's freaking playing an angel. So it, like yeah, it makes really sense. Weird. Yeah, um, really well put together, yeah. but it, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> I, I want that suit. Like I, I'm kind of stuck on the suit. I'm sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. the Love movie, it. It, it's a little, it's a little hokey. I mean, it's got hokey moments and it's fine. Um, I'm not a church goer. So there's a, there's a lot of church in this movie, but that's okay mm -hmm. because it works. Um, it definitely has I mean, it's like called a, the preacher's wife. Well, I know, so I like... know, I know, but it, but it, it works in the film, in the, in the context right. of the film. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, they're, they're not preaching to you. They're telling you about this no, story no, no. and how he needs yep. to refall in love with his wife. And so mm -hmm. I, I do, I do like it. I, I like the hokiness. It feels nineties, which fits. So it feels like a classic now because it is a nineties mm -hmm. film. Um, and it's just funny because watching, um, Watching Denzel play more of a comedic role is something you don't see mm -hmm. as often. And I really yeah. like, felt yeah. very just, he, he made me want to smile and mm -hmm. be good to other people. But at the same time, he was a little shifty. So like, I kind of liked it that he had like mm -hmm. a ulterior motives, but still, you know, had to hold himself back. But yeah, I, I do enjoy this movie. I enjoyed it way more this time than I think last time. And I didn't hate it last time. But this time I was like, okay, this is, this is a good message. And I got to see this guy get his, mojo back i guess his preacher mojo if you will mm -hmm. who would like to go next i'm gonna not pick someone this time <laughs> oh no ahead, okay you've seen it the most huh? oh she's gonna rochambeau go you La, go ahead <laughs> oh she was oh, okay. there um, um, you. oh <laughs> yeah so let's well, let's go man no um I mean, this is a movie that I grew up in. I grew up on, like, I had, we had the VHS. I'm pretty sure I have the VHS somewhere oh. in storage. Mm -hmm. um, I 
I love this film. I think it's like the perfect blend of how you use a performer turned like actor in that way. Because sometimes when they make movies like this, it's like it's like okay, any chance to get them to sing, but this just seemed to fall in line with the movie very well. Anytime yeah. she had to sing, like even when she <laughs> even when she sat in for the kid, they like got up because the baby doll peed on her. Like, yeah. of course they wanted Whitney Houston <laughs> to sing throughout the film, but it just felt. The placements were nice, you know. It didn't feel like I was like, "Oh, she about to, she about to sing another song." But also, her voice is beautiful. Yeah. You'll never say that. You they know? offset with so the choir like, really nicely. I think is what right. made that possible. Well, they even they even use it for comedic moments too, like in the beginning when she was mm-hmm. like, felt like he needed some boost. Yeah, which <laughs> like, lean, they use the, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was cute. Like yeah. I saw it. Just I just love stuff like that. Like, but then you see that it's um. The, the music was composed by Hans Zimmer, so like, yeah, me me now knowing who Hans mm-hmm. Zimmer is, I hear the music differently now. Like, you know, I think that's like the the power and like going back and rewatching things that you didn't know, mm-hmm. because like, I'm sure Hans Zimmer by this by this point was still like an amazing composer, like he's been around like forever, but like I wouldn't have known that, and now that I know that, going back yeah. and listening to the music is like, it gives it a whole different like. I have a whole different ear now and it's just like that so it was like hearing that music in a different way but it still felt nostalgic when i was a kid i don't know i just thought everybody's acting was on point seeing like like snitty said seeing a comedic denzel washington is always great um whitney just has an ease on on screen i don't know what it is like she just has a she always feels like she's playing herself but not really at the same time like it just it just somehow like fits the little boy that plays Jeremiah is the cutest little thing. I used to always remember when a, when I was a kid that I thought he was the cutest little thing ever, and he's like a really good actor. I hope that actor is like okay. I don't know. I was I was going to research him, but I got a little lazy. Ten when this came out, and he was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought he was so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, and his little voice. I don't know. I just thought everything was Jennifer Lewis is always a a comedic actress, just funny, hilarious. Anything she says, yeah. she do. How she moves. Actually, like, but she used to have a thing for her too. <laughs> love it, <laughs> love it. But she always plays yeah. like the protective mother, and she knows how uh-huh. to play the protective yeah, mother. Great. Yeah. Um, you know, Richard Hines playing a person that don't know how to catch a beat is funny to me because. It's Richard Hines. I mean, me Gregory Hines. Richard Hines. It's right. Gregory Hines. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, I don't know. I just, I just love this film. I just think it's. I will say, what does the husband learn? <laughs> I mean, I'm being, I'm being honest. Like, it's like okay, yeah. he got his mojo back when it comes to like preaching. Yes, he was preaching about love and hope, and they need to have those things. But like, this is the only like the only trope because it hit all the tropes. But this is like the only trope I just don't like in '90s films. It's like mm-hmm. the like the male never says I'm sorry. He never like yeah says why he's sorry. It's just like he, it's you know he does something nice for other people <laughs> and it's assumed that he's better. Right. It's, it's it's assumed that him and his wife are gonna have a great time. I was just like, okay, we couldn't get an apology somewhere between that. But I mean, you, yeah. I guess you could take it as him looking at her during the, you know, during the preaching right, could be his her. way of apologizing. Yeah. But sometimes it's just nice to hear it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, over that, over than that, just I love this. It's one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. All right. happy to revisit it. It's been a minute. All right, yeah. Brian. 
Preacher's Wife and Whitney Houston, or whatever yeah. order you want to talk about those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, man, yeah. She's, yep, she's gorgeous. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, she's, so, yep. so I'm like, I have a hard time believing this movie because, like, because of that, it's like, okay, how are you not spending time with your incredible <laughs> wife? Whitney Houston the, wife, Whitney right? Houston, like, right? You know, like, Man, because he's such a good voice. person that he's so right. good. I know. No, yeah, he's, yeah. He's no, I get it. It's, forcefully yeah, neglecting it's, his way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also like Denzel and Whitney together look pretty good mm-hmm. too. Like they look. <laughs> it's like man, super babies. Is that what yeah. you're doing? Like, not be looking yeah. that good together. You know, yeah. I was kind of realizing that, like as I was watching it, because now I'm watching it with like older eyes, and like yeah. uh-huh. I was just kind of like, this is. This right. is kind of nice. So like, this Ooh. is pretty. <laughs> like, does she just have chemistry with everybody? Like, because when, yeah, yeah, when they were, when they were in, I mean, it could be yeah. both of them. Because yeah. it's like when they were in Jazzy's and, and she was singing, I was like, then I don't think you acting right there, brother. I don't, I don't yeah. think you're I love her mother's <laughs> reaction. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! Like, oh, yeah. you could see it. They, they were glowing. Like they were mm-hmm. yeah, shining all over the place. Anyway, Brian, uh, go ahead. But uh, the, this film um, just feels like cozy and warm and just, you mm-hmm. know, like it's just it's one of those ones that you can kind of put on the background, too. And just like it's just I don't know, it has a lot of like I, I forgot how much of like kind of like Christmas spirit, if you want to call mm-hmm. it, like holiday kind of spirit that it, it kind of gives off. Um, and uh, it is it is weird seeing for me anyway, seeing Denzel you know, like doing this kind of like comedic romantic mm-hmm. kind of role, you know, I'm, I'm so, I mean, God, he's just so damn good, but and he's so kind of, Would you so wait for him out. to like kill her or something? Like, yeah, I'm waiting for him like, to like, like crazy monologue. He actually, you know, really he actually Lucifer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right? Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, considering <laughs> he might be, I mean, he, he would definitely right. draw you I, I love the I love the, the, the joke too. Like his name's Dudley. It's like, oh yes, the angel Dudley, of course. How do we forget about the angel <laughs> Dudley? You know, it's like, yeah. Um and the fact too that like, you know, angels were used to be here on earth and like so he still has those like human the, elements to the, like you know? tendencies, that, like, yeah. The desire is still yeah. there, like he's you mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah. he still got a job. I was me. I was thinking about that. I was trying to think about like when he died because the mother, yeah. the um Whitney's mother said something about she'll be here until the new year, which means the new year is coming. So more than likely they're in 1999, probably. Because she was like, I'll be here until 2000 and the new year was coming. So I'm assuming, even though this is like this group was yeah. like released in 96, I, I feel years. like it doesn't I mean, take place. It's really only four I don't years know. Right? I just I don't feel like it took place. Like I mean, but it could, it could. Yeah. I'm sure it was modern day, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah. Like three future, years later, like the robots look like in 2023. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. But so I was thinking about it, and then when he was dancing with her, he was saying that, um, she was like, What do you call that? And he was like, I call it the Popeye, and the Popeye is a dance that came out in 1962. I looked oh, it up, nice. and, and yeah. he was talking when he was talking to Jeremiah about like you know, something his mother does, 
and he was like she still do she she still does like she still feels sad so like his mother's still alive so it's possible that he died in 19 like around 1962 sometime right. but as yeah. a young man and that's like, why he's, he's like what 30 but as a young right but as a young man yeah. but as a young man because he was like cut mm-hmm. down in his prime so he got to be like mid-20s or something yeah. like that you know or you know right. tw- i'll say like 22 23 right. something 24 because i mean you know there's a washington but i'm just saying but right i was really thinking about that this time like that's where my brain went i was like okay he he's still like worldly he's still like even though he's still off by some decades of like how dance and social mm. people are and stuff he so was like he might have died at 62 he was 42. oh he did his role 42 dear god <laughs> love it man yeah but um but anyway, like, uh, yeah, no, is is I I think I liked it more this time around. Um, but it's been so long since I've seen it too, you know. So it was great to like revisit mm-hmm. this one, and I I remember always liking it. Um, not just because of the Whitney factor and the and the dinner, <laughs> um, but it's good to good to revisit that and, um, yeah, and Lau, you made a good point too. Like, yeah, they really do a good job of like getting. I mean, because she comes from a gospel background, you know, like mm-hmm. she, she grew up in that. So it was, it was like, mm-hmm. I mean, this was old. Hat. That was nothing for her to like and revisit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So and like it really, she just felt organic in that whole situation. I mean, and, like I would love to know too, like what she brought to it, like those mm-hmm. elements of like her experience singing gospel and everything. So, um, but yeah, um, it's a good one. It's a good, it's a, like, it's one I think more people should add to their holiday. Yeah, I agree. Circulation. agree. I think it's one that gets, I think it's one that gets lost in the mm-hmm. sea of like funny, funny Christmas movies, you know, like, how, yeah, like it's a, even it's though a this Christmas has some really good funny it. moments, like moments I remember laughing at as a kid, but then now I was like, oh, that's really funny. Like that's yeah. like kind of being like, oh, that's oh, I get that joke a little bit better now. Like I got it a little bit back then, but like I got it way yeah. better now. So like I don't know. Like I just it, it kind of shocked me how funny this film actually is. Like how comedic yeah. it it actually is. So oh yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. I want to give Courtney Vance a lot of love for this film because he plays kind of this droll character. And then at the end, he really does have to take it up a notch, and he, oh, t- yeah, he yeah. can bring. He's like in full preacher mode. Yeah, he's right. like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. So he does a great <laughs> job of keeping that tamped down for the entire film yeah. mm-hmm. uh, until he's got to let it go, and then it it works. Um, I I think. Uh, no, Courtney B. Vance is actually a very he's like a very underrated actor in my book. Like yeah. he 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 doesn't really. I'm not gonna say he doesn't go out for a lot of things. I mean, I'm not, gonna, I'm not. I don't know his schedule. I don't know what he does, but it seems like the things that he does go out for that he gets is like very strategic. So I just feel like he doesn't just yeah. accept now, anything that comes his way. Now so. he's is he married to um, Angela Bassett? Angela Bassett, yeah. Courtney B. Vance, yeah. He's married yeah. to Angela Bassett. Yep. So there's Since like ninety whole like waiting, waiting to exhale. Right. Connection. They've been married for like years, like yeah. a long oh. time. So while you Man. were talking about Hans Zimmer, I was looking him up. And the, one of the reasons I think he did this movie, because you'd be like, why did Hans Zimmer do Preacher's Wife? Well, he also did A League of Their Own with Penny Marshall. And so she probably yeah. was like, hey, dude, would you come back? Because he yeah. does tend to work with the same people over and over again. With the same people. No, totally. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, it, I, I was trying to think, well, is there anything he did before 96? And yes, he did dozens and dozens of things oh, yeah. that were like. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, 
you know, when I think of Courtney Vance, my brain always goes back to uh, Hunt for Red October. Um, I always remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> That's right. Which he's really good at that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, because he's he's on the Dallas. Um, with, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, brain. My brain is not picking up actors' names tonight for some reason. Um, I mean, everyone's in that movie. Yeah, I know. Scott Glenn is the one I was trying to think of. So Scott, Scott Glenn, Glenn playing yeah. the captain and then... Uh, and it's funny because like Denzel was in Crimson Tide. Right. You know? And so there's like, they were right. in like sub movies. and Yeah. No, and it's... For some reason, I'm, I've never been in a sub or served on a sub, but for some reason, everyone, at least in movies, everyone is sweaty as hell on submarines. I can imagine like, though, like... And Hunt for October and... You ever sit in a car in, in the summer? Yeah. It's, I'm sure the circulation is not great, but right. keep the windows up. <laughs> yeah. It, it can but, uh, probably feel like that. I mean, it's cold down there, but they're going to be running some heaters. The engines are running. I, I can imagine. Yeah. Maybe it's not just sweat though. Maybe water gets in a little here or there. Maybe, yeah. just kind of moist I mean, like down there. When we're, when we're in the Gulf, like the walls of the whole ship are like just dripping. Like it is gross. Like the whole ship's just wet the whole all the time, <laughs> like from condensation and the heat and yeah, it's pretty bad. So uh, you, you were in the, the Gulf of Mexico? No, yeah, exactly. Yes, okay. yes, the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> You're talking about the Persian Gulf, right? I assume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. whatever you say. I was like, the Gulf, you said the military. Gulf. I'm like, I know that when you're talking yeah. military, it's likely the one in the Middle East, yeah, not no. the one over here. Like, what is a boat? doing in the gulf of mexico yeah. at all an aircraft carrier <laughs> yeah doesn't go to the gulf of mexico so were you on a super carrier and this is totally an aside i'm sorry but were you on a super carrier or were you on a, one of the standard size carriers um well i'm not sure when they designated super carrier but i was on a uh, nimitz class carrier is that the one that's got carrier. the like jetted side like the runways kind of at a weird angle on the boat. So there's there's two. There's so yeah, one one is like angled off and there's the the one that's straight. Um but yeah, but, but there's multiple catapults and everything. So Yeah, they have like I guess it would be classified as a supercarrier. What's that? They can launch from like two separate catapults. I mean, they're both forward towards the front of the the ship. But they run sideways. On the on the jetted one, yeah, I, we should talk about this. Yeah. I do find yeah. this stuff fascinating. I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to learn everything. Like, well, like we had to get what's called the air warfare designation if you're in the aviation community, and you have to learn everything about the aircraft carrier. So we had to like, and then there's like an oral board and a test. So we had to like go through the whole ship and learn all these different things about the carrier specifically, and it's so I like no. A lot about about an aircraft carrier than more than I thought I ever would. So yeah, interesting. We will talk yeah. about that another time. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe we should do a submarine movie. <laughs> we'll do we'll do the Widowmaker. We'll do U five seven one. We can't do Crimson Tide because we aren't in it, but we could do Hunt for Red October because I don't think oh, Law <coughs> said she hadn't much. seen that one. Yeah, you seen Hunt, Hunt for, for Red October, Law? Yeah, but I don't remember it. I seen it like once, like in my whole entire life so no i don't remember it's a movie where they get a bunch of british and scottish guys to play russians it's really weird 
Sounds about how he looks. Russian. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking Sam Neill. I'm like, wait, Tim Curry? What is going on here? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's weird, uh, but it's great. It's 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 my favorite Jack Ryan movie. But uh, anyway, pretty good. Yeah. So, do you guys like the Whitney Houston? Yeah. Do you like the kind of parallels? To to a, you know, it's a wonderful life has a lot of the same kind of notes uh, within it. Uh, notes, get right. it? Uh, but they're not depressing in this movie. Like things are bad. Like the kids, you know, in court, that's not mm-hmm. good. But I never felt like, oh shit, I'm depressed about this. When when Jimmy Stewart goes through his hell, I start to get just right. downtrodden through the film until the end. And that's kind of the purpose is it brings you up. This one, it kind of just yeah. keeps you going and then lifts you up at the end which i think i like yeah i and mean I, there was the element of uh hakeem going you know that getting was sad yes taken away too where it was just like oh man i like yeah. yeah it was like a really heavy bit to me anyway that i noticed and that it really wasn't i know it wasn't the focus of the film but still it's just like they really kind of like went through it quick mm-hmm. you know and then it was nice to see like oh he Came back and he's like, you know, yeah. I like that they have beats throughout it where mm-hmm. you see that the son is visibly upset. There's like yeah, these two beats sure. where you see him physically upset, like throughout, you know, however yeah. many multiple scenes. Mm-hmm. So I like that they just didn't like the boy didn't go away and he kind of just dropped it. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. it still felt part of the story. So when Hakeem did come in at the end, yeah. It was like, oh my god, I'm, I missed him because like now they hadn't talked about him for a little bit, and when you finally see him, I was like, I miss, I missed him, you know. Even though the boy barely said any words, right? I know. He said yeah. like one or two words, but, but still, you can get like, attached to somebody else yeah. through a character. That's, mm-hmm. that's what yeah. if they talk about no, a character sure. enough or endearing. I also enough. love the moment where Denzel's teaching him how to spell, and he's t- teaching him how to spell Akeem's name, and he's like capital H, Akeem. Like, <laughs> like he was like. He's like, it starts with an age, and he's like, ends with a team. Yeah. 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 And I remembered a lot from this. Like, I was like mouthing mouthing it as I was watching it. So, like, it was great. Uh, And his whole, like, little, like, toy ambulance. That. Sirens. He's like, oh, yes. I'm being a little too powerful. But then it comes back. And then he comes back. Yeah. Because, like, at the end, he's like, yeah, it has a siren now. Yeah. And I think it's like super cute kids. that like, like the son still remembers him because it's like yeah. innocence of children, you know, like mm-hmm. the kids. No, is that going to go well for him? By the yeah. time he's 30, yeah, yeah. he's still talking about Dudley the angel and he really is convinced he was alive. He's not going to let him go like you would an imaginary friend, right? I don't remember my imaginary friend's name. Most people don't. But Dudley will remember, or not Dudley, but the kid will remember mm-hmm. Dudley and his imaginary Jeremiah. friend. Jeremiah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think after a while, I think... Right after a while it'll just fade for him like he, he'll he remember it but I just think I don't think it'll be something he, that lingers for him I think it's one of those things yeah. that like as you get older you kind of be like that that was a, see... a guy at the church you kind of rationalize yourself to be like eh. I yeah. need a sequel okay. with Denzel I need the kid to come I'm here back. for it we need the kid downtrodden it. because the church is now gone because of bad bad times and Denzel has to come back unwillingly and Dudley's actually kind of or not Dudley sorry Jeremiah has been 
not doing well because he's been telling people about this angel that's supposed to, you know, always help him. I'm like, crying. This this could really be a dark movie. He would know. be institutionalized. Forget about the church. <laughs> no, no. Den- Denzel's got to help him get out it's of the institution, right? Like, that's, that's the point. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I just think it was because he was like, my parents still don't believe. It's been a year later. His parents still don't believe him. I think after a while. Right. Him and him he, and Hakeem growing up together, him. going to school. I think after a while he'll just stop. Yeah, just stop People bringing it up. And it'll just fade. Kind of and just, Man, it'll just fade. You know, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, why don't we? Rate... I still want to see your movie though. But... <laughs> well, now I have to preachers. I wouldn't mind. Children. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> the, the darkness reckoning. within. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> the darkness within. Yeah. Fallen angel. Ooh, yeah. like... Ooh fallen angel's <laughs> a better title. That's good. Preacher's think wife, fallen, angel. fallen angel. <laughs> Uh, or just call it Fallen mm-hmm. Angel and don't make it oh. like an official <laughs> sequel. Just call it Fallen Angel, Denzel Washington, hey, yeah, but, but Denzel or maybe, like, or maybe he's like a bitter angel instead of the whole like he still remember he still maybe he still remembers Dudley, but he's gotten used to it. He's like not it doesn't really bother him. But maybe like Dudley is a fallen angel now. He wants revenge because he didn't want to go back up there. No way. No, he, he wanted, wanted to, to be with with, her. The, with her. Yeah, exactly. He I wanted like to be with her. So maybe he's like bitter now. He's like this bitter angel that has fallen, and now like maybe Courtney B. Vance's character has passed away, but now he wants to ruin the son. That's but then the son darker. doesn't That's remember him. Darker. But the son this doesn't remember him at first. Christmas episode. Then eventually, <laughs> he starts to remember. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't know. Wow, I love it. I love it. Uh, I feel like Brian can see it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I feel like Brian can yeah. see it. I, you saw the movie but Fallen. I'm getting kind of Fallen vibes. Like, you know, yeah. we're, oh, we're, yeah. we're close. Okay, anyway, why don't we rate The Preacher's Wife? We can move on to the film in which I want to hear all about what Law thinks uh, pretty pretty much. Uh, that's that's <laughs> what I want to hear. Uh, so let's start uh, with me. I, I, I started, so we'll start yeah. with me. Uh, I'm going to give this. This is a seven. This is a movie I will revisit again. Um, this is a solid film. Um, I don't know why it gets panned. It gets lower ratings than that, but whatever. Um, it, it's what it is, and it, it it's a good feel-good movie. How about you, La? I give this a solid 9.5. Man, this is my whole childhood. It's wrapped up in my life. <laughs> There's nothing anybody can say is bad about this film. The only thing I don't like about this is Gregory Hines and Tap Dance. Like That's the only thing about this film that to me, dropped the ball on. Somehow they could have got him tap dancing somehow. Other than that, <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed this film. It's just like, it's just one of those like Seventh Heaven like films that just, it doesn't need to be overly complicated. It's just beautiful when it works. So yeah, 9.5. Nine, 9.5. Five. Nine, five. Brian? Uh, I'm going to give it an 8. Yeah, it's definitely one I would re- rewatch. For sure. Just, like I said, it just feels good. Yeah. Is the Whitney factor like multiple points there? I'm just curious. Like, yeah, that's like, yeah, it's it's definitely. A, if a Whitney couple. wasn't in it, if it was Whitney and Denzel, anyone else? Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, all right, let's move on to Elf. Uh, so this is a 20 year old film. Yeah, that messes me up. Um, and <laughs> this one is a story about a young man who is accidentally taken to the North Pole as a baby uh, because he climbs into Santa's bag, if you will, and is not taken back to the orphanage, but just raised by them for some reason, but whatever. I mean, you know, and uh, we get to no, see Will Ferrell like, as, uh, as, an, as an adult elf. 
human-sized elf. La, what did you think of elf? Okay, so as everybody on the panel should know, as you guys should know out there, I am not a really big Will Ferrell fan, like, at all. He has certain films that I love, but a lot of his films I don't love. Like, I could probably count on one hand throughout his whole filmography, the, the films that I like. I will say, I haven't fully seen this movie all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces, and the bits and pieces that I've seen I didn't like. But watching the film from start to finish, this isn't a bad film. This, this, I'm, I'm going to give it some flowers. This isn't a bad film. Um, even though it's still a Will Ferrell that I really can't really tolerate, like the very loud, screechy, sometimes <laughs> version of him. Yeah, it's just very. Even though I love Faison Love in that scene, like just the just the look that he gave him when he kept screaming for Santa's good, name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like they hold on him too for like yeah, like they knew they think. knew like, where yeah, they yeah, knew yeah. where the shot uh, was. They knew where yeah. it was. Like just yeah, like the one the single blink. <laughs> Just, like yeah, so I just I just love that. Yeah. So like that was a good scene. I will say this: the surrounding, the people he had surrounding him, I think, helped me oh, yeah. push forward yeah. in this film as well. Um, they always got Bob Newhart um, announcing, hosting stuff. I promise you, that's like as he got older, like that's what he does in film and television. Like he, he has just, such a great he cadence. Like he's he does. Wow, he has a yeah, great. He does. But it's just funny to me. Um, I, I mean, I'm not mad at this film. It's it's one of those films where, to me, the same as like Preacher's Wife. Like, you kind of like kind of have like suspend that disbelief of this type of thing happening and just accept that in this world this happens. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was nice. Like, I thought it was a cute little film. Um, Will Ferrell has his very nice moments where I like I enjoy him. Zoe Deschanel the same. But for me personally, I love the family dynamic. I love the fact that this boy, him, Buddy, coming into this family helped everybody. Like, take away the Santa stuff, even though that stuff was still, like, great. But take away all the Santa stuff. I love the fact that, like, this grown man, essentially, <laughs> like, helped this family. And so I just, I just dig that, like, the son is more open and honest and the dad is realizing how selfish he is and things. I don't know. I thought it was great. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah. I want to strangely answer Marley's question in the, in the chat. He just kind of threw this wild thing out there. So the only question he has about elf is why is Zoe Deschanel showering at work? What kind of toy store has a locker room and a shower? It's gimbals. So it's not just a toy store. It's, it's, a, a, it's a department store. store. Yeah. The department and so store. it's a yeah. huge department store as well. So I can see possibly them having oh, yeah. locker rooms uh, and things like that. Po possibly. Um, we have, mm -hmm. we're, we're at the offices where I work. We have showers and locker rooms. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it depends, but it's not unheard of. Um, it is also New York. Yeah. So um, it would be easier for people to just do that there. I think, I don't know. It just makes sense because getting around there sucks uh anyway uh brian uh i assume you saw this in 2003 when it came out and uh one one yeah. time every year probably since. seen it yeah probably seen it every year at least once since that yeah so i'm with you there i mean yeah i own the thing it's pretty great i i absolutely love this movie um i don't i don't think there's anything i don't like about it um 
like I'm not like a crazy Will Ferrell fan either. Like I, but you know what I mean. But uh, like I don't have any problems with them either. You know what I mean? Like I, but I don't like. Oh, I gotta go see the next Will Ferrell movie. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like that. I do kind of wish he um, would kind of lean in a little more because he's had some really great, like more toned down. Oh, I love some of his more his more toned down stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want like him to go that... like the Jim Carrey route where Jim Carrey kind of just started being like a little more serious. I want him yeah. to kind of go that route, but yeah. Yeah, and like, um, he did a series with Paul Rudd that was really great. Um, that was definitely like a little bit more dramatic of a role. Um, Stranger Than Fiction was was really was a favorite of mine that he's done. Um, but um, but yeah, he's like he this is one of those films where I can't see anyone else playing Buddy the Elf. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um yeah, it's just one of those movies that like I've seen it so many times, but I laugh every time I see it. Um, and like the preacher's wife, it is kind of like a feel good kind of cozy movie for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another, it's got all those like really great holiday kind of, you know, kind of cliche things, you know, you got the mm-hmm. curmudgeon old, you know, father who is, you know, captain capitalism, you know, and like, <laughs> and that's not but about... he's a kid's bookseller. I love the kind of like. <laughs> The I know. Side there, but like, that's the thing, though. Like, yeah. even in that, like, you know, that's how that. it is too, though. Right. Like, yeah, even in that kind of industry, like, yeah. I mean, book publishers are terrible. Like, <laughs> so unless it's like an independent thing, but um, yeah. And James Con, <laughs> James Con's pretty perfect. I mean, I, I was reading some stuff about this film. There's like, there's a lot of like, like a lot of movies too. There's a lot of lore behind like the making of these movies. Um, and they really worked on getting James Conn to kind of like, you know, buy into the comedy of it and buy into the humor. And like, once they made him laugh though, it was like, he was making others laugh and like, he was like all in. Because he's like a serious ass actor. Like, yeah. Dead serious. Seeing him in a comedy is always worse than Denzel. That that guy, he's going to beat everyone up. He's just going to thrash them. Yeah. Right. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it, so it, it is kinda, a, an odd casting in a sense. Yeah. And like Mary Steenburgen, I love I love her. She's really great in this. She's um, everybody's mom. Like it, it, it yeah, works perfectly. Yeah, she's so good. Um and yeah, like Law mentioned, like the supporting cast is really great. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of some of my favorite moments are with Faison. Like even <laughs> like he like that moment where he's like holding that look too. He keeps talking while he's still looking at buddies. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, what <laughs> like and, <laughs> Uh, he's got some really at least he's worked with John Favreau like multiple times too. So they're, they're yeah. Kind of yeah. See, that's the thing I wanted to talk about is this is a John Favreau yeah. film. And if you've seen yeah. his filmography, this one sticks out as odd. Like it's not yeah. what you'd expect from him. I mean, the same guy that launched the MCU made elf. Like it's just wait, mm-hmm. what? Um, but I mean he also had a recurring role on Friends. Like no, I know, but he, I mean he's been acting. I was just saying he's no, I know, but I'm just saying though. Like I feel like he just has. He's like I just feel like he's an eclectic in the sense that like he'll he'll just kind of put everything on. Oh his no, no, let's, see, let's see what happens. Even with his acting, roles, like watching him show up in "I Love You, Man" and just being a total mm-hmm. douchebag is like not what you expect from him because he plays the nice guy a lot of times. And time, now he's like in the plays... Star Wars world. Oh, and yeah, everything. No, like, so like he's just. Like there you go, so Man, Mandalorian. Elf, like what? Mm-hmm. What? Like 
there's a lot going on in that dude's brain is really all I'm saying. And I think it's, I think yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, this movie is interesting because it, it's short. Like you would expect, you don't want it to be overly long. Yeah. It's, it's a little mm-hmm. over an hour and a half. I mean, um, yeah. But what's interesting is that they don't give you that much time. That's the three acts and that middle act feels kind of short for what you're given. And there's so much from the moment he meets his father to when, you know, Santa shows up in central park that just feels crammed in, but it still works. Like they hit exactly the right notes. It's efficient. Like the time, yeah, the time they use is really, really efficient. Right. Like they really, they don't like, there's not a lot of fat left to it, you know? So yeah, no. And, and if you, you couldn't trim, if you wanted to add, I don't know, adding anything would ruin it too. I, I think, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh-huh. the the pacing is perfect. You mm-hmm. you get to each joke and each lighthearted moment, and they space them out nicely. Where you're laughing, and then you're like, "Oh, endearing, oh, weird." A little bit of all of that kind of mixed together. Uh, the world's yeah. greatest cup of coffee scene. I really <laughs> love that for some reason. I, I yeah, just... which so a lot of that. That's another fun thing. Like a lot of that, like the whole montage in New York, the NYC montage was like the last thing they shot, and it was just like they literally grabbed a camera and like a PA. And like a couple others and just shot stuff random like none but of that, that was, was like scripted. one of the most wonderful moments from will yeah in the moment when he sees the tree <laughs> oh totally in yeah, yeah, yeah. Plaza, exactly. he's just like uh-huh but it just it i start to that's when i start to warm up to the movie and start to feel the christmas spirit and then once uh-huh. santa comes in and like the singing and you know it, it it's like a it's he's a he's an artist probably like it's yeah the, the crescendo like, there yeah. is so mm-hmm. perfect that i get I cry every time. I'm always like, "Oh, it's Christmas! It's wonderful!" Yeah, it does. Every I time, know. yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so, know, but it makes you laugh all the way through, yeah. and it makes you cry, and that's what a good uplifting movie should do to you. It should make you mm-hmm. tear up at the end and go, "Christmas spirit is still with me." Like that's that's why I watch it every year because um, it does. Let me, that. let me ask you a question. Sure. Let me ask you a question. I need. To, I need to know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. But let me know. Is is there any moment in this film? that the father seems like he's enjoying buddy no. being around <laughs> no but i think that's james con personally yeah. i think that yeah, that's yeah, yeah. his just who he is no 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 no. that's that's fine. Fish out of water in this movie but it's one of those but, yeah. but one of those things for me is that like again one of those things that happens in film is he he is he apologizes he's he's remorseful but i'm just not getting why is it just because you were mean or is it just or is it actually because you did like him but it's just that you don't see moments of like maybe he makes him smile or you know like those little inklings that like he's breaking down at that that wall he has up for for me for that ending for that for me to be like a good payoff for me like it was cute, but I was like, I didn't that they didn't I didn't get a payoff. We know he has whimsy. Were like in that moment. And we know he has whimsy because we saw that he used to play the guitar. So like we know mm-hmm. that he has a lightheartedness and like even when he heard the name of of Buddy's mother, he kind of lit up a little bit. Yeah. And to me, that's the subtlety of it. Like he's Khan is subtle through the whole film. Like you, you can tell he's angry. That's the part that is like right out front. But the rest of it mm-hmm. is just little notes. And I, and I, that's yeah. where I pick up. Well, the thing too, for me, it's it's all the people surrounding James Khan's character. It's like his secretary, 
you know, it's all these people see something in Buddy and he's reacting. He and like James Conn's character is seeing that they're seeing something in Buddy. So he's like, okay, then something else is going on. And then, of course, it's through his family, you know, that he's finally really starting to get it. And yeah, there isn't like this moment where like between the two of them, but I feel like there's some stuff in the Central Park too that they kind of like that there's some connection there with them. Well, you he know. believes him that um, that Santa, that's a big thing. He yeah. believes him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that the, the bonding moment between Khan and his son, the younger son is yeah. that moment for buddy, but it's not too buddy, but it's, that's the breakthrough. Like we get to see him finally go, you know what I'm choosing? Uh, you're never mm-hmm. too late to hop on, right? You can always hop in. If you want to talk about elf, uh, just jump in and I'll add you. That's something we've done before. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's me. You know, I think mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I was, I was just, I was just asking because like, I don't need like a big drag out thing, but it just, you know, usually you see like those elements, you see like those moments of like, huh? Like they kind of chipped at that wall a little bit, even though I'm still me or still like kind of guarded. Like you see that wall kind of get chipped, but I mean, the idea of it, like he's seeing the people around him change, not so much him yeah. changing too drastically, but it's more so of like what is brought to the people around him. So I can deal with that. Yeah. Well, I, I think it, I think it, it it's, it, I think it connects to what you mentioned about the preacher's wife too. It's like, you know, Courtney B. Vance's character doesn't really have this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Where he's like, you know, holding himself accountable and apologizing really, but there is like these other little performance moments. Other elements that you can take as. Yeah. They're like, okay. Like, yeah. His and apology without apologizing. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Right. We've got Ray Hello, with Ray. us now. There what did you is. think of both the movies? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the Preacher's Wife, I didn't remember literally anything about it. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was really beautiful. Um, also, shout out to Whitney Houston. Come um, on. Mm-hmm. She is a masterpiece. Um, yeah. I thought that her performance was really um, authentic and yeah. also Denzel Washington was maybe, maybe I'm old enough now to realize how fine he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, for sure. That's what yeah. I started um, with, Ray, just so we're clear. I, I, oh, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him in the um, suit. I like t- I can't get over the suit. And we talked about how good they look together too. Right. Like, yeah. Or like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're with you. nothing um, against Courtney B Vance, but still. Like, no, 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 absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually, um, that was one of my notes is I always love Courtney. Um, yeah. I haven't like, mm-hmm. I don't think he's like kind of as active or I don't see as much of the stuff that he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes like that relationship can kind of skew to the Angela show, but um, I've never been disappointed <laughs> with Courtney ever. Like, like no, I've never been disappointed. I said that too. Yeah, I was like, yeah. he always hits for me, like when he's in something, because it's um, like, it's very specific and strategic. So no, he because he had that new. I think it was a new movie or series. I think it was on Prime that I really wanted to watch, but I don't have my Prime anymore, and I'm thinking about getting it back mm-hmm. so I could watch that. He plays Miles um, Dyson in Terminator Genesis. That's true. That's true. He does. Oh, Which I thought was an interesting choice. Um, the, I would say the biggest note that I had for, um, the preacher's wife is, uh, his reluctance to change. And I think that 
where you see that a lot with a lot of like smaller mm-hmm. community churches that that is the reason that they die i'm not saying he should have gone mm-hmm. mega church but right. acknowledging that the way things have always been done is not the way to get new parishioners the the mm-hmm. reason the church mm-hmm. stays alive is you bring more people into the church and that's really hard adapt. to do you adapt to the people exactly around you. right uh, well, and there um, were like, but I thought it was really good. It was like a half empty, you know, uh, church when you see him in the beginning. And it's because he's low energy and he's, he's, he's given up. Yeah. I, he I kind of lost that, like, belief in like, yeah. Um, the, the thing that it made me think about really is like my own, like home church, like is I was raised Catholic and it, Catholic churches are dying okay dying around the country you just cannot get anyone under 50 to join a catholic church you just can't (laughs) um real talk and so like my mom and my grandma like the the old lady side of the church is packed still but Mm -hmm. all of the other pews are empty so like you guys gotta figure out how to not be so conservative Mm -hmm. um if you expect to get young people in here and don't just do bingo because it's going to be the same crowd i'm sorry like that's correct (laughs) i mean you might have a few because i will go to bingo no i'm not saying i don't enjoy bingo i'm just just saying i used to go to bingo with my aunt all the time i'm saying bingo is fire people don't understand you're missing out (laughs) especially if they got good prizes bingo can be great that's you're not wrong but you could see his kind of transition in that last like like 10 or 15 Mm -hmm. minutes that he was like as he was reading the prompter was like i don't want to do this i want to do what i was trained to do Mm -hmm. exactly which he's clearly good at because the people outside of the church building trust him but it was the Mm -hmm. getting more people into the church building that he needed help and his confidence with um yeah i thought that they they did a really job i was gonna watch the one with carrie but i didn't have time to i've seen that one as well compare the two this one's better Mm -hmm. yeah yeah just saying that's that's just my what about elf yeah what's your um i okay so i have a, a thing about will um, he's very chaos for me and it's hard for me to watch him. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's hysterical and he is um, honestly a master. He is the most dedicated to a bit without it feeling overdone like a bit, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I've seen a lot of his movies and really the things that he does no one else could do those things like they were specifically tailored to him in his performance style and this is no different i think that he was brilliant and you really felt connected to the character um it didn't feel overdone mm-hmm. um although i was still like what's happening when he was like picking the gun i had to re- i had to fast i was just like I- that was like was different by stuff too he like was that was born. part of the, like yeah, <sighs> like I can't, yeah. I can't do the gum. Um, his naive. But I, we had mentioned I honestly before the show was uh, yeah, like because this is one of those films that had like a kind of a long trajectory and like development. Like it potentially could have been made ten years prior to when it was, hmm, and they were looking wow. at Jim Carrey. For oh, Buddy. so it's one of those okay. things where it's like, yeah, you only really mm-hmm. see 
Yeah, we all feel that way. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You're not. You're not, you're not alone on that. We all feel that yeah. way. Yeah. It would have been <laughs> a sure. very different movie if it was Jim than him. Yes, I think it that's was literally what I saw. So, yeah. For what sure. I would, if we're gonna go that way, and that we have Elf with Jim Carrey, yeah. then I want to see how the Grinch stole Christmas with Will Ferrell. I'm just saying. Now that yeah. could be fun. <laughs> now that could be fun because I, I really think that, like I, I would probably movies, hate that movie. My God. <laughs> Jim but you do love the one with Jim in it, right? as it is now. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> love. I, I liked it. It was okay. There I didn't watch it until four years really ago. Good. My wife, my wife showed um, it to me four years ago. I loved like, it. I loved it. It's one of my favorites. I think he was brilliant as the Grinch. The movie mm-hmm. overall, I think, could have made like a couple of different choices, but he was spectacular as the Grinch. Yeah. Could have made it the same. He was amazing as the Grinch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that Elf was a lot more joyful than I remembered. Like, I really just kind of like, oh. and I was singing along, and <laughs> I, I, I felt warm and lighter while I was watching it. And like, that's what you want from a Christmas movie. Like, I don't want to yeah. be thinking about like my world problems out while I'm watching the movie. And this was very much a relief from that. I was like, this is, yeah, yeah I might actually watch this again because it's been forever mm-hmm. since I saw it. Um, I usually oh, wow. stick to my yeah. my diehard Christmas movies. Um, I have yeah. Christmas Chronicles on repeat. Um, but this <laughs> was, it was a lot more joyful than I remembered. I liked yeah. it a lot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked um, Amy Sedaris in this. Yeah. Yes. Her and Will Ferrell play off each other very, very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, She's worked a lot with John Favreau also, which is why we see her yeah. in The Mandalorian. In the middle, yeah, Mandalorian. Um, That's right. No, I, she also, plays I, the love Zo- I love oh, Zoe Deschanel's yeah. uh, voice. I've always loved Zoe Deschanel's voice. She yeah. sounds like um, a very young Judy Garland. I yeah. certain in certain true. things she sings. I have a crush so. on Zoe Deschanel in this movie. I think that the blonde should. hair is great. Like I can see why he falls for her immediately. I'm like, oh, that, mm-hmm. this is when I thought, <laughs> you know, now like when she went brunette after the well, she was already brunette, but when she when I saw right. her as a brunette after this, I was like, oh, well, I thought you were a blonde. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Um, not to say I just like how she that, falls but... in with him very well. I just felt like you can tell that she mm-hmm. like. He She's... might seem weird because we didn't grow up on the North Pole with elves and things like that. But like mm-hmm. she's kind of weird too. She's giving She's quirky, like Lydia yeah. vibes from like Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. you know, like like, <laughs> okay, like yeah. she's also cynical and doesn't really you know, like, like we can why are you so she showers at work. Like, I mean, what the yeah. hell? I mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like she just seems very much like accepting, you know, like she did accept him for yep. who he is, his yeah. quirks and things like that. And I don't know. They were very they played off each other very well. They have like very good chemistry. Very sweet. So yeah. I agree. Yep. I I loved all of the Rankin and Bass nods, you know, <laughs> to the old school stop motion stuff. Like and they got some old like actors from those movies to like do the mm-hmm. voices and everything. I used to love those. Mm-hmm. I know, no, me too. Those were like yeah. a staple in my house, like yeah, every year. I love yeah. the line. My mom has a red tin filled filled with all those movies. They used to come on like the TV. Oh. Like, all those <laughs> really, I love the line all, that he yeah. keeps repeating yeah, about funny. how he gets to New York and how he goes through the lollipop forest. Yeah, and he gets through the Lincoln mm-hmm. Tunnel, and that's just the way it always <laughs> yeah. laid out. It reminded me of Barbie. Tell, yeah. Like he got here the yeah, same way totally. Barbie world mm-hmm. is there. Like it's the mm-hmm. same thing. And then suddenly um, they're on the beach. Like yeah, <laughs> but. 
Kyle thinking. Gass makes an appearance in this movie, which is really odd. Yeah, um, I had to look it up, and I was like, I know my brain is not tricking me. That is yeah. definitely, it's and 100%. it was. I was like, wow. Yeah, Andy Richter and yeah. Kyle Gass, uh-huh. who looked like the same Andy guy Richter. sitting next to each other. I was very thrown <laughs> off by that. I was like, right. are these the same? Just they have the same like ball. voice even? Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is watching them kind of play like They're sleazy, really t- like book, kids book guy, like writers. I, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we haven't even mentioned... Uh, the epic yeah, uh, Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage showing up, yeah, um, yeah, fantastic. Who was so great, good. and this, of course, like pre Dinklage. Can like, I, this is wait? Can I just say also oh, that yes. like yeah. Peter Dinklage, like he aged like fine wine, like he's still good looking to me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, sir, I was like, sir, wait a second. I said, wait a minute, <laughs> look at you. I said, you have not changed. You just, you just got it better. I said, all right, yeah, hey, sir. I love yeah. it. I um, so much about a lot today, just from that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you learned it. Goodness. You learned it. If you find, you find. Don't matter. Oh, that's it right. Don't matter. I love it. it. I forgot you. that that's he awesome. is in it. He plays the the pediatrician or the doctor. They take him to to see if he's actually the. the, 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 the yeah, John Farrow's got a little cameo. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're an actor first, mm-hmm. there's no way you're not going to yeah. put yourself in your mm-hmm. movies on some level. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know. The only, the only, not that I want to say anything negative about the film, but the only thing that stands out to me ever is probably what Law was mentioning about James Conn. And it just, there's, it feels like he's there pretty quickly. Uh, he doesn't get enough Mm -hmm. time to come to grips with this. And I think that's what I kind of meant by the Mm -hmm. middle act is short, but I think it still works. We don't, we're not him it's more about the kid than it is about him you know it's it's i don't know it's interesting right like that's that's pretty much my my point it's essentially it's like it's more so about the people around him and not so much about him feeling or even being changed by him really Mm -hmm. um even at the end like he doesn't even sing like his son has to be like dad like come on come on my boy sing like we try (laughs) try to get santa to work out here you you just seen him like type of thing so That was just my, I mean, it doesn't really take away from the film. It's just something that I noticed. I was just like, he didn't really, you just want him back for everybody else. And you want him back for yourself. And I got, I think that's where my, my biggest question came from. So which power would you guys want to have that is Buddy's power? Because he's supernatural in a, in a sense. He can throw snowballs like yeah. a machine. Uh, he can mm-hmm. etch a sketch like Van Gogh. <laughs> like the dude has some talents. That no, he can dec- he can decorate stuff. in two point five seconds. Or, like, and like, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, like I'm sure he could make like like, a, like a intricate snow, like intricate any, snowflakes yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that. Like he was one amazing. Yeah. Like man, he said I got forty minutes of sleep. I know that's that's <laughs> the <laughs> power of his own. Right, forty minutes of sleep. Okay. Yeah. but I think it's something about like maybe he picked up a sugar metabolism where the more sugar he eats. The better he's doing. Yeah. Okay. That's what it feels like. I don't know. But I was always curious about that. He seemed to be like the only, like the peppiest person. Mm-hmm. So part of me was like, where did he get that pep from? Not from Bob. I was like, <laughs> not from Papa. Oh, no, right. definitely not. That's a, that's a not play not at all. I was just very curious about that. I was like, I get that you're an elf and that you're a part of like, but like, why are you so peppy? But everybody else is kind of like, they're not like, but c- compared to him, they're kind of like, huh, rumph. Compared to him, he's very. Mm-hmm. Maybe he hung, we don't. We didn't get to see the trolls much, other than that they were there. So maybe he hung out with them, and they were all very hyperactive, yeah. and we just don't know. Well, I think part of it's because he he's having a, he feels 
inferior mm-hmm. compared to the other elves. And so he's trying to like make up for that lack that he feels himself. You know? I can see that. Yeah, or maybe elves like... are just plain faced when they're always happy because they're always happy. <laughs> right, it shows yeah, on a human differently. That's the, that's the standard, like yeah. But hey, I love all these. So. <laughs> I love all these. It's not the I real study; it's the real speculation. Like that's what we yeah. to be with the elves. Like I don't think he didn't know he wasn't human. I do believe he did realize he wasn't the same as the other elves, though. Um, And so as kind of a compensation, like he was excited to do what they do because he grew up with them, obviously. Yeah. But he he didn't know he was different. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think that that could be. It's like, I get to be like you guys, you know? Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. Like I'm saying, I'm digging it all. Digging it all. I I love it. I love it all. Mm -hmm. To pieces. It It all makes sense. To me, it all could work. I dig it. Do they let Buddy's kid grow up in the North Pole for a while before he comes back yeah. to New York? Yeah, I imagine it's like they probably they probably live I doubt mostly it. at the North Pole and then they go back to visit for holidays and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Go through the Yeah, they probably there for a stretch. I doubt yeah. Jovi will, will want to spend the majority of the time right. at the North Pole. <laughs> like so uh, this is cool every once in a while. But we need to go back home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think fall over a regular life. Being a regular, oh, I think. A, honest, I think. So. A, I think a lot of. I think a lot of us would. I mean, I'll, I'll take the yeah. Santa Claus like, North Pole. It's very elaborate. There's a lot there. This I don't North know. Pole it's not really. Elaborate. It's not really built for me. Will I make it through the doors? I'm just kind of like, you know, once. Well, they got. They got to manage Santa, a person my size. So. Yeah, there was two doors. You remember that most of them had a smaller door yeah, and a bigger very door? True. Yeah. Very true. My bowl full of jelly would have fit all over that. You said jelly. I would have made it. Oh, I've got the bowl full of jelly. I'm sorry. I do. I, I don't have the, the super gray beard. And Santa Santa has hair. I'm almost certain he has a head of hair. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm not him. Where do you put this on That's, Favre films? Where do you guys rank this as far as Favre films go? Oh. Damn. I don't know. I like got to go get a list of his films. Favre films? That's a lot of movies. Yeah, I can't really. <laughs> right. It, he, he has an eclectic, like, he's worse than Ridley Scott um, uh, in that sense. I, I, I don't know if I could rank it, but I think it shows a consistency. Like, he always has had an eye for making movies like he has a very yeah i don't find an inconsistency in his vision i should say um that when you're watching a movie it doesn't skip around like he's like from the beginning he's dedicated and that's what the vision is um Mm -hmm. i i think he's a good filmmaker but i couldn't rank it for sure (laughs) no Uh, i couldn't rank it either i think he's a good filmmaker but i I would need a list so I can at least get a chunk of movies of his that I've seen. If the I've seen Lion to even King, rank him. Jungle Book, Chef, uh, um, those are TV series. Uh, Cowboys vs. Aliens. Zathura. Elf. Yeah. Elf was his big directorial debut. Hmm. Holy crap. Well, he didn't made also, but he had done like, made. That's right. No, was... so this was, but this was the <clears> one that like. I'm a director. Yeah, this is a bigger studio kind of film where like Made was more independent. Well, Made was thing with even when him and Vince were still young and doing what they were doing. Yeah. Singles <laughs> yeah. or swingers era. Swingers, um, yeah. 
I never he he like Jordan Peele kind of threw me off. When I watched Key and Peele, I wasn't I, I didn't ever think, you know, that Jordan Peele guy, he's gonna go on and be a great director. I just yeah, didn't I think you know, you don't think you. that, right? Same with John Favreau. <laughs> I'm like this this kind of, you know, little chunky kind of balding guy. I didn't I think of him as an astronaut in Deep Impact. And I'm like, how is That's right. He's the it's right. The fish he plays no not fish, but he plays, yeah. He plays an uh, astronaut. He does seem to like randomly pop up as an actor, at least like in everything. We are not expecting him to pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He's got 74 credits as an actor, which is just yeah. wild. Um okay. writing himself in as Happy Hogan was a smart move. I'm pretty sure he made um, <laughs> himself a lot further along. Yeah. Um, he showed up in Wolf of Wall Street for like a second as a lawyer. Like, yeah, just for a moment. Um, it's weird. He he has a very strange career uh, compared to a lot of people who have it. a very specific trajectory. He's just kind of mm-hmm. like, I'll yeah. take this, I'll take that, and just kind of pieces it together. But there's definitely a lot of diversity in the projects for sure. Yeah. But they gave him Star Wars. Like, how did he do? He did right, obviously. When you they give you Star Wars, you know, you kind of yeah. do what you want at that point. I mean, I, they gave it to Filoni, but you know, you get my point. You, you, you get what I'm putting down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any final yeah. thoughts on Elf before we uh, rate the oh. film? And um, well, just year? some of the like, some of the filmmaking, some of the things they had to do to make this movie. Just from, I mean, from a visual effects perspective, like there's very little CG and mm-hmm. very little CGI, and I mean everything with the Elf stuff is forced perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just like flawless stuff, like where you were like rack your brain. If you see like how it looks on set compared to what it looks like on camera, you're just like, how is this going to work? Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's just, it's just flawless to me. Like it's still, well, I mean, and this was, that's the just the beauty of like, era, right. This was right when the Lord of the Rings was being made and everybody was like, Ooh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, but that tick, that, that trick has been around for agree, mm-hmm. ever, agree. like before, like, you know what I mean? But it seemed yeah, to be repopularized like, when Lord of the Rings. Yeah, there's like mm-hmm. this is the way we're gonna do it. But I think Favreau kind of like likes those elements. He like mm-hmm. he's gonna like. I mean, he's gonna use any tool he can, you know, to uh, make a film, right. But, but he also, like you said, he kind of leans more towards practical. Like yeah, if we can do it, it if he can. Yeah. yeah. Even with mm-hmm. Iron Man, they did what they could practically. Oh yeah, as much as mm-hmm. they could. Um, mm-hmm. I do love that. I also love that up. he loves improvisation too. Like he's mm-hmm. very into like there's, I mean, pff, hell Iron Man is almost all improvised. <laughs> like it's like, well, you can push your actors and know their talent. Like, to be able to yeah. Like talent. it yeah. breaks my brain just thinking about that movie. <laughs> like how, like, I mean, even with Elf, there's a lot of improvised stuff, but like, I mean, comedy, a lot of comedy is improvised anyway, but it's a smaller mm-hmm. budget, a little more contained, but like, Iron Man? Like, what? Like, yeah, no, that seems like yeah. a movie that should have so. a very solid s- script that's ready to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love the the uh, the Central Park Rangers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? Yes. The what? Like, what is, like, elite squad? Like of, <laughs> of people that, what? They just patrol the yeah, park? Yeah, what do they do? <laughs> like, are they looking for people sleeping where they shouldn't? Like, what are we... Yeah, what they are got we a bad about? rap with Santa, too. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, Well, what? and they have some controversy <laughs> from the 80s in which they, like, went too far. <laughs> I just... It's ridiculous, but it yeah, adds that ridiculous. element to the film um, where yeah. it works. 
it really does work. Yeah. Like I want to I want to see that movie now. Like okay. it's a Cinder Park Rangers movie. A prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you missed uh you weren't here for it, Ray, but we were talking about a preacher's wife sequel uh called Fallen Angel, okay. uh where Denzel <laughs> comes back to Jeremiah when he's in his thirties and the kid like, is yeah. struggling because the church has been shut down and he's lost his faith and yeah. I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lot took yeah. it to an even darker place where he becomes a fallen angel, like truly a fallen angel. Uh, and he comes back as the equalizer, as an angel. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Works for me, man. Hell yeah. Works for me. Amazing. It would work. Yeah. It would work. I had a darker version. I like both versions, though, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm loving that these were recorded so we can always look back on this and <laughs> talk about those. Because when I make too. this film, I don't know why you say that it's not my intellectual property. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I might interplace some names, but you never know. I'd like to thank Ray Penny Marshall and the um, study. Preacher's Wife. Um, the Preacher's Wife? Um, I would say uh, a nine. Oh. I really thought that it was it was beautifully done. I mean, I I there's so many like different Denzel. actors from that era in this movie that I was mm-hmm. just like Loretta is she never misses mm, no. Jennifer never mm-hmm. misses like yeah. I, I mm-hmm. she's phenomenal um yeah I, 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 I also mentioned that I, I also mentioned that I have kind of a thing for Jennifer also like uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean you, absolutely you yeah because why would you <laughs> that's all I'm uh, saying yeah. like why would you like she was one it's of my favorite too. actresses and Karina Karina like there like mm-hmm. there's kind of a kinship in that mothering of her own sister in Karina Karina yeah. that kind of gives that same energy she just is gold always I say she um I say she always plays like the ultimate mother essentially she yeah. plays like the most protective mother of all time or protective aunt or whatever you want to call her grandma because oh she does the same mm-hmm. thing whoever yes. she plays she's protective in every role she does she was my favorite yeah. sister on the fresh prince jennifer mm-hmm. always every yeah. day forever <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. she that, hits. i think that's where she i first fell in love with her was fresh prince yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. she hits so we're gonna go right into elf uh ray what'd you think of elf give us your rating um i would say it was a surprise. So I would say an eight and a half for it being surprising. Okay. Yeah. Nice. How about you, mm-hmm. Brian? Uh, it's like a nine five for me. I just oh. love it so much. Yeah. It's, and, you know, annual watch. I'll probably watch it right after this tonight, actually. So <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> How about you, Law? Wait, Brian, what did you, what did you give it? A nine five. Nine five. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. You had your predictions. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Um. This film was a. <laughs> this film was a surprise for me as well. I'm, you know, I'm not saying it's a surprise for me as well. I will never watch this film again in my life. I just know it is <laughs> not even one time ever again. Probably not. <laughs> 
<laughs> not on my own accord. I will probably like if I'm around people and they're like, "Hey, not let's watch Elf." Right. Not even for Faison, yeah. not one more time, even for him. I know, like he's so good. At I'll pro- I'll probably <laughs> just go to YouTube and look at his clips. Like I will just go get his clips. Yeah. I said it before. He was like the best part to me. Like Faison was just like hilarious whenever he touched the screen. But for me, whenever he's in something, to me, he doesn't miss. He's very similar to Jennifer Lewis, like that. He doesn't miss to me. Um, I don't know. This is uh, y'all gonna hate me, but like it was great, but still, I still felt elements. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven. That means you might rewatch it. it. Yeah, you never know. It's a possibility. Years. If somebody turns it on, you never know. Or or tomorrow, you never know. Can we get a point five for the dude in the mailroom saying he was twenty six? Like, come on, like, Uh, yeah, come on, man. I was like, like, yeah. 26. That mailroom is hurting people. Yeah, that's yeah. all I know. Oh, the, the actual epitome I'll of give it a, I'll, way wet. Okay. I'll give it a 0. 0.5. 7.5. I'll give it a 0. 0.5. Okay. Right. I'll give it a 0. 0.5. Good job. Top 25%. Thank you. Gotta love it. Talk that up okay. a half. Talk that it's up a half. My score is <laughs> going to be simple, and I think Law's prediction was right. <clears throat> it's a 10. It's a it's a solid ten. It's this is oh, a rewatchable. I might even watch this in June if I'm feeling like I need some like lift. The first yeah. original Black and White Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is a ten. I couldn't make this that. I couldn't do it for me that. Mm. But no, an eight half is high. You know what I'm saying? You should go look at my list of tens. It's pretty varied. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is. My list of tens is literally: Will I keep rewatching this movie? That's a 10. I feel that. I so, feel that. Yeah. That's kind of how I like right. purchase movies too. It's like, what's the rewatchability for it? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. That's pretty yeah. much when I go to movies, that's how I choose whether or not it's a, it's a DVD or not. I'm like, um, yeah. how do I feel about this? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like would that. I purchase this? No, I wouldn't. Right. You know, that's how many that. times will I watch like this if I buy it for $10? Will I watch yeah. it three yeah. times? No, That's worth yes. $10. Will I watch it the one yeah, time totally. and never watch it again? Sometimes so I this, you know? mm-hmm. the price, I think, like, and this is like a weird, mm-hmm. like, off, but like uh, the price sometimes has to do with how many times you might make yourself. Like, I remember the first time <laughs> no, that I, I that. rented yeah, yeah, yeah. the Meg oh. on Redbox. <laughs> And like oh, I really? hated it so much. I was <laughs> I, like the first like forty five minutes. I was yeah. like, "What is ha- what? When is the movie yeah, like, starting?" Like nice. I was so. <laughs> and then I because I paid like the right. I didn't even have like a discount or no points or nothing. I think I paid like three ninety nine for it. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm, "I'm gonna watch this all twenty four hours." Got to make it worth the money. <laughs> I don't. You know? I'm, I've, I've done that. No, I don't make it all. No, I've done the no, same thing too. We're like. There's so many movies on sale right now where I'm just like, oh, damn, that price. I've only seen it like twice, mm-hmm. but man, that yes. price is pretty good. Like, no, <laughs> that's literally why I'm just like, yeah. It would be a movie that I can't stand, but it'd be $5 on Blu-ray, DVD, digital copy. I'll be like, right, okay, like, so I had... I'll never watch it, but I need it. It's the half right. <laughs> I had several digital copies come my way for movies I will never watch, and my wife was like, why are you putting those into your voodoo? And I was like, it's a free movie. It's gonna go in <laughs> right. my movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to. You, you never have know. To. I might need to watch to. it for some reason someday. It needs to go in there. So. You have to. DVDs right. could be like a no longer a thing in the future, and I'm like, but I need to have the the one I don't have. I don't have. Right. I need guys, it. <laughs> so when I was a 
uh, physical collector, which I do want to get back into, especially as things get more, you know, more turmoil. But I, I was always the kind of person that could resist completing the collection if I thought the movie was shit enough. Like, if the movie was no. okay, yeah, it's... it would make it into the collection. But if it was just no. trash and I would never no, watch it, I, mean, I could resist. Exactly don't own the Terminator 3 movie. I, I refuse. I just can't do it. Right. I just yeah. can't. But if it's on a streaming service, I'll probably watch oh, it. But Law, you have to make I need, I, need, I, need, I need it all. I can't okay. even get it out. I need it all. I, yeah. if, I get, like, if I get one, I need it all. I need, I need the whole yeah. spank of it. Yeah. I, I'm like back and forth because like if there's like so like with the Mission Impossible series, there's like so many of them. Mm-hmm. It's just like I like Mission Impossible Two is really like the, the the worst one for me, but it's like I got the other like six damn movies. I might as well get you know I gotta get this one, so I have all of them now. Now <laughs> here's another question. This, I, um, is, this gets crazier. Oh, sorry, right? Go ahead. No, I was gonna say the year. I think it was maybe in high school. I I specifically put um, Rocky One, Three, and Four on my Christmas list. But I'm like, <laughs> but if if you yeah. get a box set, you I can give it. me two and five. You can give me yeah. two. And five. That's fine. And then right? I did get yep. the box set. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. See, that's what I was going to ask. Actually, so that's perfect that you mentioned that box set does like yeah. That box sets are, are interesting, especially yeah. with a lot of that's films. Great. They'll slowly like eventually like Indiana Jones. There was a three movie box set that was the DVD box that was brilliant. Had the bonus features. That was the one everybody bought. And then they made Crystal Skull. And yeah. it was like you sons of bitches. So then know, now we've got five Indiana yeah. Jones movies. It, this is the last bad, one. But I'm not going to buy it. But would you, right. yeah. are you the kind of person that has to buy the, the new box set to fulfill no. your collection? No, 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 no. If I already have the box set, because this, they're going to always do that. They're always going to rebrand, rebrand, remarket, mm-hmm. re, you know, new fancy case, so especially if they the like reboot. So I would just pick up the new one and it's right next to the box set. I would do like, that. I ain't got time for all that. Well, that's like with no. the Mission Impossible series that I did with the Steelbooks. They did all first six the same style, but then Mission mm. Possible Seven, this recent one, was like a very specific, totally different. It's a cool steel book. It's a cool steel book, though. Like I still have mm. it, but it definitely is like mm-hmm. silver, 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 silver. This like red. So <laughs> you know, on the crazy, Harry like, Potter movie, the release of the Harry Potter movies, the WB is on the spine at the top all the way along until yep. you get to seven, oh, part one yeah, and part yeah. two. And then it's on the bottom. Yep. I mm-hmm. hate them for that. Like, what are you doing? Ah, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Like, this pay attention. Because you, you like feel all these. Honestly, that happens with the with the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. um, it, films yeah. as well. They <laughs> go and um, the numbers are like similar, and then changes, and they don't. It's like they stop doing numbers or something like that. It's, well, it's just changed. I was kind of like, I think the media like, person changes. Whoever's like in charge. Like, yeah. I was they, like, they so we need to go back to the past, the past films to see how we got those packaged stuff. Okay. TV shows won't even rewatch their own episodes to get congruency, so I'm pretty sure that they don't. Care. No, it's like, fine. and it sucks because I mean, Sam, care. I mean, Sam Raimi didn't even watch WandaVision, so I mean, I anything told my is brother possible. and my niece that when we were on our way home from the Marvels, and they were like, "Really? That makes so much more sense because we went to yep. see the." Um. Uh. What is it? Um. Multiverse. Well, I don't remember what the name Multiverse of the movie is. Um. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um. Mm-hmm. Together, and they were like, "Why is this different than Wandavision?" Like when they were not. I was like, "Yeah, it, it was a miss mm-hmm. for me." Um. Mm-hmm. We should have mm-hmm. seen the show to write the character. I think that's so lazy. Well, that's that's why the Let's new see. Star Wars worlds are working because Filoni is insisting that's what people do. Is they actually 
pay attention to yeah you look cannon. at the roots, they even have like a so cannon that, yeah. like person that's their job is to like keep as you yeah, should because if you're gonna create this yeah. if you're gonna create this world you gotta be just as dedicated to this world as your fans are more so and if we we'll love it but more so, exactly right we'll catch the we'll catch the starbucks drink in your scene because we're obsessed <laughs> with the oh, thing you know we're obsessed yeah in a world yeah, where they could have digitally removed that who screwed up that bad like they could have not make any sense to me i know like come on even if it was blurry and weird there it would have been people have been like what was there right. That's better than a like. I, I could have done it on on this damn computer. Right. Sure. That's how bad. Like, no you could facts. Just, just <laughs> like no facts. Give me an hour. Like, mug there or something. Like something. Like, yeah, um, like a goblet. Something. Yeah, take the lid off. Put a <laughs> handle on it. Like you don't even have to change sure, the cup. Right. Just do something. Gold, it could have. Yeah, it could have been like a, a thing of ale or something. It could have. Y'all could have switched that to something. <laughs> Jar pig's feet. I don't That's know. Hilarious. Something. It something. Um, uh, anyway. All right, y'all want to know? Y'all want to know my prediction? I want to know. Like, yeah, yeah. How well? All right. Do? Results of the predictions. So we'll do all preacher's wife and then all elf. So preacher's wife. Um, I predicted a nine for Ray. She said nine. Oh. For Bri, I said nine, but she said eight. For Snitty, I said uh, eight five. You said seven. Oh my god. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And you were talking about me. <laughs> and you were talking about me. I'm just saying. Uh, um, for preacher's wife, solid for seven. preacher's wife, Smitty said me. He said a nine for me because he predicted mine. He said a nine for me. I said a nine five. So yeah. for Elf, uh, I predicted an eight for Ray. Ray said eight five. Uh, for Bry, I predicted an eight. You said nine five. And then for Smitty, I got that correct. Ten ten. Like I knew, I knew it was gonna be a ten. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is nostalgia at its best for for my well, for my I guy. I knew he was gonna love film. it. There was that aspect of it. Right. I mean, you know, I knew he was gonna love the film. And then for Smitty, for me, for Elf, he said a five, but I did say a seven. <laughs> I got yeah. the five. There's a was, five in there. I was surprised. I, you know, I, I had to shoehorn it in there, but it's in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is the final episode of the years we mentioned. Uh, we will be, mm-hmm. as we've pointed out before, and we'll show you on the poster wall again, uh, we will be visiting the entire Terminator series, six films, Terminator, Terminator 2, Terminator 3, Salvation, Genesis, and Dark Fate uh, in that order over two yes. episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please do catch us for that. And then, of course, many... You might be surprised uh, what I say about Salvation. Really? Because like it didn't get panned. Maybe. People liked it. So. Oh, okay. I like Salvation. I always thought... Yeah. I've always heard a lot of... like. Negative stuff about there have been people complaining yeah. about it, but I I love it. Yeah, three is the one I heard got the like worst. Like three gets destroyed. Because it is yeah. the worst. Oh yeah. Um, I mean. <laughs> but anyway, there's plenty plenty yeah. of Terminator time. Um, We're gonna get into yeah. it. We really are. And then uh, of course, now that you know the strike's been over for a couple of months, uh, we we will be full fledged into all the movies. Um, do check out any new movies you want to because we will have brian more than likely going to the theater on a regular basis as well as the other uh hosts of the show i will continue to monitor streaming and let you guys know of any new streaming movies i see uh etc mm-hmm. and we will keep you guys yeah. up to date and tell you what good movies there are Vlad, did you want to tell them our, our yeah game? so per usual folks don't forget to follow us on all social media that's the real study r-e-e-l study you can also follow us separately because we are all on our own social media separately as well but we do get together and do some things for the real study we'll we will be doing some more things come over the 
uh, holiday season, we have we're going to be incorporating some new things. But as always, mm-hmm. join us on Discord. Okay, we would love to have you. Maybe you could suggest a movie or something that we can like partake in. We do have veto power, but we rarely use it. Um, please, we have games, we have discussions. Um, we're always working on figuring things out on how to like you know bump us up a little bit, and that comes from you if you just share us around. Come follow us. Don't forget to sub if you want to, you know, devote some of your funds to helping us beef up the channel even more. We do appreciate any donation that you would like to give. We don't have a certain number, but if you want to give a dollar, give a dollar. If you want to give more, give more, and we appreciate it. But as always, it's the real studies. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Enjoy your break. Next year and next year. In a couple of weeks next year. I know, which is so wild. (laughs) It is. Yeah, I know. 2024, here we come. You guys will see us there. Oh, yeah. My birthday's coming too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Since we won't be able to say that to you until. Yeah. Yes. Night all. Happy birthday.